Greetings. Are you running round in circles with no place to go? Is there someone in the mirror you don't even know? Someone still sees who you are. Yes. Are you the kid that used to dream and now you don't believe? You're so broken like the lock that you've forgotten the key. Someone still sees who you are. Yes, to anyone who ever lost your way, to everyone who ever felt ashamed, here's a song for all the broken-hearted. I believe you're only getting started. To everyone who trusts in Jesus' name, watch your world become forever changed. Here's a song about light from darkness. I believe you're only getting started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just testifying. <laughs> I'm just testifying. Orlando, good to see you on stereo. It's been a while, brother. Amen. Good to see you. Feel free. We got a few minutes, you all few minutes to testify come on over to call in c-a-l-l-i-n.com or c-a-l-l-i-n the app but come on over there we got a youth church going on there your children your children amen are invited into the kingdom and i didn't give that invitation Amen. John chapter 3, 14 through 17 gave that. Jesus gave you that invitation to bring your children to him. Amen. To become children for him. <laughs> to be begotten once more unto the Lord. Amen. So we welcome you and we ask you, Lord God, to take your place as the head. We want to thank you. I said we thank you. We praise you. For our being here Lord God. For the breath in our bodies. I thank you for this cup of coffee here Lord. <laughs> Amen. I thank you for this piece of toast. Amen. I thank you for the roof over my head. For my family members that you've put in my life. For the friends and associates, amen, that you put in my life. If you didn't put them in my life, Lord, move them or move me. Well, I don't want anything to make me stumble. I don't want to be a, anything to be a distraction between me and what you have to say to me, Lord. I love my family. I love my wife. You know, I love my children. But I don't want anything to be a distraction between you and I this morning. Holy, holy, 
we commit ourselves to you this morning. We ask that you will receive us just as we are, Lord God, feeble, even sinful. But don't look at our sins, Lord, you promised. Look at your righteousness that you brought us into. Look at the mark that you've put on us, Lord. <laughs> the blood of Christ. Amen. Amen. Feel free to tell me. Talk to me. Talk to us. See, the glory is for God when you testify. But what you testify of is for edification of the body of Christ. Because we all going through the same thing. Did God bring you over something? I was going through the same thing yesterday. He brought me over it too. Somebody going through it today and somebody got to go through it tomorrow. They need to know that God is not far from us, but near. Uh, he's not far from you today. So if you testify, you got the witness. Amen. And the witness is going to touch somebody's soul. And they're going to come asking, tell me more about that God you serving. Tell me more about that Jesus that everybody says is just a man. He's a prophet, but he's not the son of God. <laughs> that he's not the deliverance of a nation called Israel. Amen. That he's not the good shepherd. That's shepherding his flock. Somebody don't know the Lord today, but you know him. <laughs> Fathers, you know him from the beginning, John said. Sons, you know him also. Amen. So don't get mad at me if I just praise the Lord, Mama B. <laughs> Mama Safiri, I prayed for you last night. I expect you to show up today. Because, not because of who I am, but because prayer changes things. Whatever you're going through, Mama Sophia, we want to go through it with you. Don't isolate yourself. Don't let Satan isolate y'all with your problems. We want to help you carry it. Amen. We, we, we don't have a lot of money, but we got a lot of prayer. And God is a prayer answer God. He didn't give you that gift called prayer for nothing. And you can't communicate with God without talking to God. Can you talk to your children without saying something? Wah, 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 wah. Can you understand that? Amen. If you're not talking about what Jesus did, that's exactly what it sounds like. Wah, 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 wah. Somebody got that this morning. It's a lot of rhetoric and gospel. Only praise reaches God. Only prayers reaches God. All right. And he love it when you pray for somebody else and not yourself. <laughs> Amen. I pray for all of those that are following you today, Lord. And if they see my light and it attracted them in some way, Lord, I give you the glory for that too. But I thank you for everybody, every soul that's following you today. And your word, being led by your spirit, it's desperation, y'all. Somebody say, I'm desperate for the spirit today. Huh? 
as the deer panteth for the water. I am, my soul is desperate for your love today, Lord, for your word, the truth. In a land where it's full of lies and falsehood, Lord, make yourself known today because you say they'll know the truth and it shall make them free. It shall make them free. Anybody want to be free today? We can't give you nothing but the truth. I'm sorry. If you want gossip and all that, if you want to debate, it's down the road. We declaring what Jesus has declared, the word of God, and what the spirit of God is bringing to pass. Amen. And they're asking me questions, you all, and I apologize. I just can't be drawn out into that right now. If you got questions, we're answering the questions that need to be answered right here in the book of John, in the Psalms and the Proverbs. And he asked to our learning as the spirit sees fit. I know wisdom. You got a lot of questions to ask us. <laughs> Amen. But my question is this, and it's not going to change. This is the question of 2023. What do you think about that man named Jesus? <laughs> Amen. I got some testimonies. I'm going to shut up on stereo. Ambassador Ishmael. Welcome to yeah, yeah. the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Open wide. Forgiveness was born with. The precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, what a Savior. Isn't he wonderful? Sing hallelujah. Love you, Lord. Amen. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, that's the name. That name come out your mouth. Don't let the devil keep you mute. Or stay quiet. You Amen. proclaim the name of Jesus Christ today in faith and in truth. Amen. All right. Now we're public over there. Amen. I missed a step there on call in so no one had appeared. Amen. But now we're public. We're public and you can call in, you all, over on call in app where your children at. Amen. Amen. Give your children instructions for a change. Instead of letting them live their life of destruction. <laughs> Mama. Mama B, the voice of an angel. Mama B. My great uncle Roro. Ambassador yeah. Davis. Amen. Reverend Roland. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, my brother. God and bless all you. All here on stereo and all on wisdom. God bless you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Y'all want, want that y'all want that anointing that make you act like Ambassador Ishmael, don't you? <laughs> y'all want that anointing that make you act like uh Mama B. <laughs> Amen. Brother Mars. Amen. It's available. Amen. They're not what we are is peculiar, you all. Amen. And we're not better than anybody, even though we're royalty. Royalty. Oh yeah, we're royalty. Some of y'all are just trying to claim royalty. But if you don't know the king of kings, that ain't royalty. 
I said, if you're not born again into the royal family, you're not royal. You can talk about it all day long. You can even go buy clothes and make yourself look like you're royal. Amen. Like you got money. Amen. But royalty is divine. The delusion that humans is, is that they think they can be royal and only love makes you royal, y'all. When you can love like Jesus loved, you're going to be royalty. Uh, now, here's the thing, okay? It's a spirit that makes you royal. That's the inauguration. And, and you can give that to your children now. And watch them grow up to be royalty instead of uh, 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 living a life of a pagan, amen, or a peasant, amen. I'm not going to say that they're going to miss the present because every soul is in prison, y'all. It just plays out in the physical realm. Somebody need to turn around today because that's where you're headed. Let me share something with you. If God suffers you to go to the prison system, you know, if you find yourself standing before that black robe in the courtroom, whether it's a traffic ticket or whether it's a, a misdemeanor or a felon, you need to be taking God with you because you need to be saying, now nah, I see, Lord. I've been running from you and you can hedge me in. Now I'm going to stop running here today because let me share. Prison saves a lot of people because the next place is the grave. If God can't get your attention in prison, brothers and sisters, and he loves you so much, he let you out. Come on up. I'm sorry. He loves you so much, he let you out the prison system and you come back out the prison system and go right back and jump into the mud pile. He then cleaned you up and you come right back out of prison and go back with the same mess. All right. I don't know where that came from, but every soul is in prison. You need to recognize that. And if he don't let him deliver you, it only gets worse. All right. To the 11 souls on wisdom. Amen. Christopher, Charles, hey, brother. Coach Nicole. Darrell Dallas, first time, bless you, bless you, Ambassador Ishmael, amen, Wisdom's Auntie, Lady Q, good to see you again, Gibby, good to see you, amen, The Clarity, God bless you, Isabel, amen, Vanacore, Edward, thank you for tuning in for the first time today. You all, you had a good time on TikTok last night, you all. Amen. Matter of fact, we were on all these platforms last night again, <laughs> about eight o'clock. I needed a double portion. I needed I needed the corner knee of the fellowship with somebody. Amen. And the chickens are good to be around, you know. You know, chickens and all of that, that's good, but I need some humans to fellowship with. So I went back on the platform. And right into the family. And we had a good time. And you know what? We didn't do nothing new. <laughs> we did the same thing we did at 6.30 in the evening hour. 
We was meditating on that word day and night, Brother Ishmael. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Day and night. Amen. I think it was some things I missed at 630 in the morning, so he wanted me to go back in at night and get some more of that. You know. Amen. So we bless him. That's the best vitamins you could ever get, my brother. Amen. It's the word of God. Amen. I'm really, my heart is heavy this morning, you all. It's been heavy for about a week now. Amen. Regarding Mama Safiri. Amen. I'm really concerned for some reason about her. And I'm praying hard that all is well with her. Amen. Last spoke to us. You know, she had lost her job and she was going through some things. But God did a mighty work in that lady's life, y'all. Her daughter was on her bed and they said that uh, she was going to be a vegetable. She was going to have to relearn everything. Mama Safiri hooked up with the Youth Crusaders 2023. She took that Bible and put it by her. She used to read them Psalms and Proverbs to her daughter, even though her daughter was unconscious, y'all. It was a brain issue. They say she wasn't going to be able to read or none of that. What did she, she started reading that Bible when her mama left, y'all. So you know why Satan is coming against her, because God did a mighty work in her life with that baby. Amen. So you pray for with me, for Mama Safiri, and God will bring her back with a testimony. Amen. Everybody's going through it, you all. But your testimony is the proof that you made it through it. Ah, uh, you know where did that come from? Flesh and blood didn't give me that one, y'all. Your testimony is the proof that God brought you over, whatever he brought you over. And you ought not be silent about that because there's only one that wants you to be silent. Salome, hey, good to see you. Yeah, I ain't seen you since last year. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Feel free to testify. That's what we're doing. Amen. That was a that was a message that that the Lord put forth in my heart today. Uh, I put it through, and it, the message was: Don't let the enemy keep your mouth mute. Mm. That's what the enemy wants. He wants your mouth to be shut. He don't want you to proclaim something. What is that something? You want to know what that something is? What's, you want to know who it is? Talk to You want to know? I'm going to tell you who it is. Testify. The enemy doesn't want you to say the name Jesus Christ. Mm. They, would, they, they would give you excuses. I'm going to give you some excuses. I'm going to expose how the enemy works. Just give me a minute. Don't say the letter J. The letter J don't exist. It didn't exist back then. Okay, so Joshua don't exist. Jerusalem don't exist. You liar. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're not finished. We're not finished. Uh, uh, you know, that that's not going to help you. That's not going to help you. You shouldn't say that name. Okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I say a lot of you. You're telling me to stay quiet? You telling me to stay quiet? I'm gonna say it even more louder. Because I don't know. You tell me to stay quiet, Satan. 
you that's when you open your mouth more you yeah. see the, the the enemy has kept your mouth closed since you were little growing up through your trials and tribulations you're still quiet that's what the enemy wants to keep you mute but when you start proclaiming the truth you start relieving things from your heart Stress, anxiety, fear, depression, and all these things that's not from God. You start releasing it because you're now you're proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ out of your mouth. Amen. You see, they don't believe. Remember, Lucifer was sent down for his pride. Amen. When he when he was sent down for his pride, he, he was he was brought down with his crew. And you think his crew is not wrecking havoc down here? He ain't got paradise no more. Amen. So you know what he wants? He wants for you not to have paradise. So he will do anything and contradict everything that God has for you. Paradise, love, togetherness, unity, healing, uh, protection, and all these things that the Lord wants from to give you, that Lucifer wants to take it away. So he will use anything in his power. This is a spiritual warfare. This is not flesh and blood. We need to wake up. Glory be to God. Amen. 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 All right. I'm not going to push this morning. I'm not going to push. Amen. But I know one thing. This cat is not supposed to be up here next to me. Amen. My niece has a cat. His name is Bubbles. (laughs) She's had him since he was a little bitty kitten. Amen. Bubbles. He's okay, y'all. But this cat, I don't know this cat over here next to me. <laughs> I know Bubbles. I don't know this cat. And, my, and mind you, my brother, that's a sneaky cat. You know why? Because he, he got this, he got disease popping, but the tail's still moving. So Amen. He's sneaky, my brother. You got to be careful. He ain't really asleep. Amen. <laughs> he's lurking. I think he's really a lion, you all. <laughs> Amen. That lion that uh is roaring but ain't got no teeth. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Little joke, little joke. But come get this cat out of my room, y'all. Amen. This seat is for humans that testify. <laughs> wow. Amen. <laughs> I love you, wisdom. Give me my mic back. I'd rather have a mic than this cat. Amen. A little joke, y'all. Amen. A little humor. Amen. I don't care what's going over there, but I sure wish you was over there testifying, lifting Jesus up. Amen. For the hope and salvation of your children. For the hope and salvation of American people. The American people. I didn't say the United States. I said the American people. Amen. The United States is not going to repent, you all. But I hear the Spirit saying, if those people who are called by my name. All right, that's why he gave it to me. I guess we're going to get this one in before we go to John, y'all. Second Corinthians 7.14. Amen. Second Corinthians four and thirteen. I'm sorry. Four and fourteen. 
Amen. I didn't say this, but uh, I noticed everybody running around talking about them, my folk, them, my people. It was really prominent, those words in our generation time. Amen. But today I hear people going around just making family members out of anybody and rejecting the family members that God has given you. Amen. Let's look at this. Second Chronicles. I think I said Corinthians, but Second Chronicles, you all. Seven, chapter seven, verse 14. I'm going to start at 13. When I shut up the heavens and there was no rain. Or commanded the locusts to devour the land. Or send pestilence among my people. If. My people. He know you who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. I'm going to say that again, will humble themselves and pray. Look at this like footsteps, you all, like your, your baby trying to learn how to walk. Amen. Can I, can I use that analogy this morning? Your baby, you're a child, you're learning how to walk. Amen. Humble yourself and pray and seek my face. That's acknowledging him. Anybody looking for him so that you can acknowledge him this morning? He's not near to the wicked, but he is near to his people. Then he just say that my people, he know you, <laughs> he know you this morning. Amen. And turn from their wicked ways. You acknowledging him and you're hearing him say, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And you're looking at yourself in the mirror this morning. And you're looking good, ain't you? <laughs> but the eyes are dark, aren't they? The eyes, the light of the soul. And he said the other day, if the eye is dark, then the whole body is dark. Amen. Repent. America, repent. American people, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Now, somebody say, why are you talking about America? Because America the land of the free Mm, mm, mm. Can I tell you there's two Americas today? As sure as there's two people, one that are called by my name and those that are not called by my name, those that are called in on my name and those that are not calling on my name, there's two people today. 
There's two Americas today. The America that's repenting and turning from their wicked ways and calling on the name of their God that founded this place. You didn't end up here by coincidence. You are a citizen of a land that was anointed and the people called by my name have become pagans. You became like them. I'm calling you back today, America. I'm charging you to stay for your children's sake to turn back to the God that gave you the rights that you're trying to claim, but you won't get. All right. Did you hear me read verse 8, verse 13? When the disciples asked Jesus, what would be the sign of your coming? He started telling them about some things they didn't want to hear. Amen. Then he said, that's not the end. <laughs> but what I want you to do today with me is pray for American people. This is not a new request from God. We haven't been praying. We haven't been praying for our leaders. Sure, haven't been giving our children back to God so that they could become the leaders. So that they could become the righteous judges. They could become the righteous police officers. They could become the right policy makers. They could become the right leaders that God would country would flourish in righteousness, not in darkness. I didn't know I was going this way this morning, y'all. Got to read it again. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. See, he's doing what God the Father says do. Amen. Then I will hear from heaven and for, forgive their sins. So that they can forgive each other's sins against. Yeah, I didn't know that that was part of it. If he forgave you, you got to forgive. Heal their land. Now my eyes will be open. And my ears attentive to the prayers made in this place. For now I have chosen and sacrificed this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually, perpetually. Amen. Amen. We've been out here 35 minutes. Amen. And we haven't even read John yet. But we've been talking to the Lord and he's been talking to us, hasn't he? Amen. So uh, without further ado, 
I want to thank all of you for being here. But I want to thank God for all of you being here. And for those that you are bringing with you. I said for those that you are bringing with you. I'm going to be honest with you. No member of the church should go to church by themselves. You had a whole week. A whole week. And all them lost souls out there. Maybe you've been talking to the wrong ones. Maybe you've been witnessing to the wrong ones. You know, you can't make wrong folks do nothing. Amen. But a child will obey the truth. If you give it to them. Amen. They're not as defiled as these grown-ups in us. You know what I'm saying? Amen. But they are God's people. And his name will be there perpetually in this house. Your house. Your temple. Your body. One soul at a time. Repent. 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 Did you hear what he said? He said, I'm looking. I'm looking for you to repent. I'm looking. Let's read it again. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers made in this place. Watch Mama Sophia. She's all right. Amen. She's okay. Amen. She just needed that prayer that we sent up for her. Amen. Amen. Ah, Lord, we thank you. I'm going to John, you all. Our devotional reading. John chapter 3. Amen. Amen, brother. Hey, Pastor Morris is on call in with me. Amen. God bless you this morning. I just stuck on in there, huh? <laughs> Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We're just starting, John. So you're right on time. You may have missed that Second Chronicles 4, 7, 13. Through, what did he do? 13 through about 16. Amen. And I'm sure you know what that passage of Scripture is about. Amen. Actually, I don't know it right off the top of my head. I'm gonna be honest with you. You should. You gave it to me <laughs> last week. Second Chronicles. Huh? Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Oh, you... yeah, I do know about that one. Yeah, yes, my people. Yeah. Yes. Well, called by my name. Didn't you give me that last week? Yes, I did. Now I remember. I had to remember. I had to give me a second. Amen. Amen. Well, humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. See, that's the part that we have a problem with. We don't want to turn from our wicked ways because um, as the Psalms and Proverbs constantly talk about, man loves to do what's right in his own eyes. Amen. Our ways ain't wicked. That's the, in our eyes. 
They bringing me money. <laughs> they bringing me friends and popularity. Amen. They go feeling all those things that Satan loves. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Hey, got me a pretty hey, got me a nice looking wife and a pretty girlfriend. Oh, oh. <laughs> God said stop God it. Said, stop it. Exactly. Yes, I better do my mic here. <laughs> Amen. God said stop it yesterday. In the Proverbs. Stop lusting all over all this stuff. I tell you that stuff is going to be the end of a lot of people. Amen. Stuff. Things that we want. Things that we don't even need. The only things we truly need is food, water, and shelter. Those we do need. And God told us about what he would do and we actually get to the second part of our devotional. He'll actually tell you about what you need to do with stuff. Don't even pray for stuff. But with, but that's um, for the second part. So let's go into John chapter 3. Not, not the epistles of John later on in the New Testament, but the, the gospel of John. No, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And it started at verse 14. It says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son in the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So what do we do, brother? We lift Jesus up. We lift Jesus up. Everybody help us lift Jesus up. To the glory of God for the hope and salvation of the next generation. Amen. You coming back, brother? To the glory of God and for the hope and salvation of our children. Amen. When Abraham took Isaac up on Mountain Moriah and laid him on that altar, can you see the picture? Can you see the picture of giving your child back to God as a sacrifice? A living sacrifice. God is not the God of the dead. Amen. And he's not going to kill that baby. If you give him back to him. The sacrifice was already made. There was a substitution. Called a ram. In the bush. Amen. That was your child the over is. there. And see what God is already The ram. In the bush. But you have to position yourself. To be able to get the ram. Amen. But it's that position, and that's the problem, right? Amen. 
there was a substitute until the fullness of time when Christ was revealed, the Lamb of God that was sacrificed for the whole world. Amen. Your child. To be honest with you, they are on the altar already. And the knife is drawn. Destruction is at hand. If God don't intervene, hmm, unless God is with you, hmm, all right. Hey, hey um, good morning, Marty. We got a listener over here calling. Marty. Marty. Good morning. Good to see you. Hey, Amen. I was trying to address and figure that name out earlier. Thank you for calling it for me. Amen. Feel free to tell us what you think about that man named Jesus. Amen. Oh, I see you got your callers cut on today. Oh, you learned. You figured it out, huh? I noticed that and I had to go back and did I not have it on yesterday? No, but today you got it on. Oh, I thought some well, messages. You didn't have it on last night. Maybe not last night you didn't have it on. I can't say about Maybe yesterday. Maybe what it was last, last night. Yeah. Because we got some messages the other day. The guy asked uh our feelings about none people that don't believe in you know Jesus but like his preaching. Oh no, oh, that was from the chat, not from the caller. Oh, we have two different oh, yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. Call so, is like something like stereo when, when you leave a message, but you can actually stay up longer. But they're easier to take, move them up and down. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have to get that popping over here. But I need some young people over here in this room so I can practice, y'all. <laughs> Amen. Amen. By young people, they ain't just mean people who are physically young. They mean people who are spiritually young. Anybody that hear the word and come, I, I told you, ain't no grown folks going into heaven. None. Ain't no that's, grown that's folks Jesus. going into the kingdom. Jesus told us to be like little children. You must become like them. Get rid of that root of pride. Get rid of that I know everything and, and be like us. We we we, we 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 don't know nothing except but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Amen. Grab back some of your innocence. Amen. Amen. Go with me to Luke chapter eleven. Amen. Amen. Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke, chapter 11, verse 1. Amen. Amen. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. When he ceased. When he ceased. That one of his disciples. I'm going to say it again. Get this because you that one disciple today. That one of his disciples. Yeah. 
Lord, teach me to pray. That ain't what he said, y'all. That's not what he said. He included you. He said, teach us to pray. As so he said to them, hey, hey, Jesus said to them, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, just, I was just thinking about this old song from, from church when I was a kid. Like, teach me, master, teach me. Teach mm -hmm. me, master, teach me. Teach me how to pray. That's a good one. I ain't heard that song in so long. I don't. I can't remember the rest of it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Our church used to sing that. The youth choir. And you know what? If you look at all of that today, he did just that. <laughs> if you look at St. Luke, what about your church today? Maybe somebody sung that song as children, and now they're grown, and uh, they praying for you, for these children. And for this nation. Amen. Sister Rosanna, good to see you. Amen. In that royal color there. Amen. Amen. So, Brother Morris, teach us this prayer. Amen. So, this is the prayer that Jesus gave. He said, Our Father in heaven. Our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your, your will be done. Come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day. Our daily bread. Give us day by day our daily bread. Give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from the evil one. Now, in Luke, it doesn't have this verse from Matthew 9, 13. You can say that maybe that when God had them put the Bible together, they put Matthew first. So by the time you get to Luke, you should know already to say this. For yours is the kingdom. In the power, in the glory forever. And we can all together say, Amen. To God be the glory. I also want to go back into Matthew um, before the Lord's Prayer. He said something I mentioned a little bit earlier about wanting stuff, right? He said in verse 8 of Matthew 6. He said something very important. He said, therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. 
So that should change our prayer life a little bit. Instead of praying for stuff we need, pray for his will. That's what the prayer says. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're praying for his will to be done. And how is his will going to be done? It's going to be done through us. Amen. We're the we're the change, we're the workers of change, according to Genesis one twenty six. He gave us the dominion to rule over this earth. However, we've been exercising dominion using the wrong power. Instead of using the power that God has freely given to us through the Holy Spirit. We instead use the power of the world, which is the power that flows from Satan and his demons. Amen. So we need to be working in his power, not our power, because our power isn't our power. It's the power of the one who is against us, the power that showed up in Genesis chapter 3 and took mankind down the wrong roads. And it's interesting that, that there's only four chapters of perfection. That's Genesis 1 and 2 and Revelation 21 and 22. Amen. Come on back, brother. Let's share something before we leave this uh book of Luke here. Amen. But I want to hear from my sister over here first. Amen. Sister Rosanna. Oh, good morning. Good morning. God bless you all. Hello, Mama B, and hello, everyone on Wisdom. So, bless you. I just wanted to jump in and encourage you, Ambassador Davis, and the reason being, I've been seeing you on TikTok, right? Yes, ma'am. And what I love about you as long as you got one person on there listening, you continue to go. And so I just want you to know, yes, TikTok is a different platform. You know, everybody don't receive, but there are people on there hungry and want to hear the truth, right? Amen. And they want to hear the word of God uncompromised. You feel me? Yes, ma'am. So this is just a word of encouragement. Thank as you. long as you have that one person listening, you keep talking. And then if there's a time you go live and you don't see nobody on there or you see the numbers going up and down, you continue to give the word because sometimes people be watching, but they don't be directly in your live. As you scroll, you can see people lives and people be still listening. OK, yes, ma'am. just so you know. So even if you see it at zero, you will see people. People will come on and come out. But like as they're scrolling. They can stop and hear the word of God regardless if they want to actually come into the room. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Um, all right, because I've been on there. It'll be a year next month. And I tell you, it's a whole different crowd. But the good news is within the year that I've even been on there, there are people hungry for the word. They want to hear the truth. You know, everybody don't have to agree. And it's not about people agreeing. It's about winning souls for Jesus, right? Amen. And, you know, 
we know that all we have to do is plant the seed, you know, because one plants, one water, and God gives the increase. So you continue to plant the seeds, which is the word of God, right? Yes, ma'am. Uncompromised, the unadulterated truth. And I'm telling you the truth, lives are being changed. Like, and the thing is, what I love about God, he doesn't always allow us to see every part of a person's life being changed. Amen. You understand? Amen. But as long as we do our part, Ambassador Amen. Davis, yeah. as long as we do our part and we know we in his will, we are winning with Jesus. Winning. We, we winning. are winning with Jesus. You hear me? Yes. So I just want you to know, Hallelujah. don't get discouraged. You keep going live anytime the Holy Spirit tells you to go live. You hear me? Yes, ma'am. And don't worry about the numbers because there'll be people on the sideline listening. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. I and that's just you. a word of encouragement for yeah. you. Because yeah. you know, our brothers and sisters in the Lord, especially it. in these evil days, you know, yes, and if we don't strengthen one another, who else will? You know, we got enough people in the body of Christ turn one another down, trying to compete with one another, you know, because of pride and arrogance and ego. But at the end of the day, we are brothers and sisters in Christ and we need to uplift one another in prayer. We need to encourage one another and let each other know. Well done, my good and faithful servant, because that's what God is going to tell us when we on Judgment Day. That's what I'm going to hear from the Lord. You hear Amen. me? So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Amen. you know, because we know that we are supposed to store up our riches in heaven, not on this earth, right? That's right. We are to be in this world, but not of this world. Do not be conformed to this world. So the good news is you keep going live no matter what. Don't you worry about the numbers, because the numbers don't mean nothing, because people be on the outside listening. Do you hear me? I take they that. They do. As a confirmation, because that's what Ish, Brother Ishmael told me. The same thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it is confirmation because I, when I jumped on your live last night, it, I, I be working at night. So that's why I don't really comment too much and I don't get on the lives too much because I'm in training on this new job. Okay. Uh, so everything has shifted for me. But the good news is when I when I go on and I know it's like because the numbers pick, a lot of people don't want to hear the whole truth so they will go off of it because they've been lied to so much and right. on that platform there's a lot of false prophets and prophecies okay? there's many of them so they've been lied to so long so when people come and tell them the truth and basically telling them like you're living in sin um, you shouldn't be living this way they don't want to hear it because these other these false teachers are telling them you can live in your sin and God is still go bless you and the grace of God when come on now. Come on. Amen. The Lord will turn you over to a reprobate mind. It ain't no one say always saved because God will turn you over to your own thoughts and let the devil have his way with you and take his hand up off of you. Amen. So you should want to live your life to please the Lord, not wanting to please your flesh, willfully living and practicing sin. Amen. But the problem that the Lord has with the people is that when you practice sin, you follow what I'm saying. Practice it. How can you say you love you will? Come on now, you're pleasing your flesh more than you want to please the Lord. Oh, please you know, God. I, I preach. It, it, it's just amazing because it goes on so much, you know, within the body of Christ. See, I talk to the body of Christ more than I talk to the world because we know what the world doing. Amen. We know what the world doing. I don't have to go on and be like, oh, this singer doing this, this rapper doing this, Mr. Martin. We know what the world is doing. The, the, Thank come you. on now. The Thank father you. is the devil. Hey. We don't need to sit up and hey. focus on what the world doing. We Thank need to you. make the church better. Thank once you. the church Amen. World will become better, but the fact that the church is so concerned about what's going on in the world, the church, the world has crept up in the church. And just hey, John, 18, 
That's all I got to say, John 318. That this thing is so real, like it's been burning in my spirit. It's crazy how we sit up here and we think, and we think that we can sit up here and be conformed to this world and the Lord is going to be pleased with it. The Lord keeps allowing all these things to happen within the earth because the church is not in order. The church is not in his will. We are not doing what thus said the Lord saying, what thus said the Lord. We're trying to temple ears and fill our pockets and fill our bellies. I get in my fellowship. Amen. You know, and at the end of the day, the Lord wants us to be prosperous. Don't you ever get that part twisted. Thank but you. it's not all about prosperity. As your soul prospers, huh? As he wants your you soul in good health and as your soul prospers. It's about salvation in the Lord. He wants you to have that spiritual wealth. He will give you what earthly riches. Thank you. But if you're not spiritually wealthy, what are you? You're no earthly good. You're not good in you're the spirit. Oh, God. Uh, Let's go to Revelation hey. chapter 3 it, When wait, he was talking wait. to the, the church of Laodicea He uh, said don't you know that you are wretched And yeah. naked And you're broke You're yeah. broke yeah. Without Man, the Lord you don't have spiritual wealth I'm, I'm telling you I was blessed When I was attending Damien Church of God And like my Nigerian name Abiola means born and well And so when When Pastor Gerd Reese did a, he literally did a sermon called Spiritual Wealth. Jesus Christ. When I say that, bless me, and it let me realize as long as I got spiritual wealth, everything else going to come to me in God's time. Obedient to God, I'd rather be obedient to God than man. 
I'd rather be an enemy to man than an enemy to God. Amen. And the offenses that I've been walking in, and I'm telling you, it's not easy. So I'm not going to sit here and make it like it's easy. It's God easy, has me doing things and saying things that I would be going back and forth in my head before I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do it. You follow what I'm saying? Amen. But as long as I'm not delayed in doing it, because he know I'm going to have an issue with it, because at the end of the day, let's be clear, like you said, his thoughts are not our thoughts, right? Amen. His ways his are ways. not our ways. And he will, he will use the foolish things to confound the wise. So when he's telling me to do things, I'm like, God, that don't make sense. He said, it don't make sense now, but it will later. Amen. Just do as I say. You, you follow what I'm saying? All the way. Mm. All the way. <laughs> All the way, Lord. Mm. You're good this morning, Lord. Jesus. Testify. That's Jesus. what y'all see what she's doing. She's testifying to God's goodness. Jesus. Amen. Y'all still got this cat sitting up here looking at me. 35 Jesus. souls in this room and this cat still up here. I'm loosing your tongues this morning for the glory of God. He did something in your life, and I know it because he woke you up this morning. You were here with us. Amen. Yes, he did. You know, it's just, I, I tell you all the truth, you know, he's good, he's merciful, he's loving, he's kind, he's all-knowing, he's sovereign. <laughs> and what we have Hallelujah. to know is this, God allows everything to happen regardless if we like it or not. He gives us free will choice, and when we make that choice to do what we want to do, he allows us to do it. So this is why we say God allows everything. Oh, own choice. He allows it to happen because at the end of the day, he's all knowing. He's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. So he knows already the decisions that we're going to make, and he wants us to make the right decisions. But he knows we live in this world and we have this body, which is flesh. The flesh, flesh war against the spirit all the time. Amen. You know, and I'm honest enough to say my flesh war with my spirit all the time. I'm telling you, when God tell me to do things, I'm like that doesn't make sense. That's my flesh. Mm -hmm. It ain't nothing but my flesh not wanting to do it because it don't make sense. But at the end of the day, I still be obedient. Amen. And I don't care how crazy I look to other people. Because at the end of the day, I don't look so crazy to other people within the last seven years. And God is like, but I'm passing every test. Yeah, I'm looking crazy to man and woman. But guess what? I'm looking right in the eyes of God. Ain't that something? I'm the apple of his eye. Peculiar to my God. So guess what? I'm crazy for Jesus. Crazy. If anybody call me crazy, just know I'm crazy for Jesus. I am too. I am too. That's why I offer him crazy praise, y'all. Obedience. Radical. Radical. I faith. seen that on your, yeah, radical praise. Come on now. We praise that the world don't God. understand. I, I, I'm not playing with nobody or nothing. Mm, I, 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 mm, I don't. Mm, He's been too mm, good mm, to mm, me. Mm, He's been too good to me, man. Uh, He's been too good to me. <laughs> And I'm not going to ever keep my mouth shut and not praise the Lord and not testify. When people hear about the goodness of God in your life, that make them want to know the Jesus that you know. It make them want to come. Amen. It does. Because the fact that, because I'm, I'm going to be real, like God was like, you not, he told what he told me. You're going to testify to people. That's how you're going to win souls for me. Mm. You're going to testify about how wretched and how you were. Before you came back to me for real, come on now, not the, not the God that your mama knew, not the <laughs> God that your daddy knew as a child, but you knowing me personally, your intimate relationship with me, how I done changed your life, Turn, changed you from being promiscuous to being celibate, huh? 
Amen. Changed you from being a drug dealer to working a, a, a legal job, huh? Amen. Got you up off of all of these antidepressants and, 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 and anxiety medications. What cleared your mind? Stopped you from going Regulated insane? Things. What? What? Well, yep, you, you died and you came back. You tried to kill yourself three times, but I done kept you. What? Huh? Praise I God. Say, it's his breath in praise my lungs, God. and I'm gonna forever give him praise. Praise God. Did you say the breath is in your body? <laughs> yes. The testimony is in her body, y'all. The Lord and the Lord only. Huh? The testimony is in her body, y'all. What about you this morning? Amen. Mama B, I hear you over there. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. You got something to say to me, Mama B, don't you? Amen. Of the dust of the earth, my God, my God, created man, his breath made man a living soul. Look at that, so his breath. Cannot deny mm, mm, mm. Oh, Lord, who is walk beside me and that's the reason why That's the reason I why I love him so I love him so I was made in his likeness mm. Who was made to serve the Lord? So I, I cannot deny how oh, always was beside and the breath. The breath. Amen. Bless you, God bless you. My God. Sister Rosanna, you're on fire, bro. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Ishmael is back with me. Amen. I didn't mean to cut you off, Sister Rosanna, but I just heard Mama B. What she had to say as well. Uh, you didn't cut me off. Uh -huh. Amen. She gave confirmation to what you just said about the wind, exactly. the breath in your body. Amen. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Ishmael. Amen. God. He wants me to do be one thing, y'all. Lord want me to do one thing before we leave Luke here. Amen. Brother Morris, we didn't graduate it. We started with Matthews. Amen. Six. And we've eternalized because we've realized that he has delivered us from the evil one. So I, what I need you to do, if you don't know how to finish this Luke prayer that God just heard and moved on, somebody don't know, God just moved on that prayer. Somebody just became that one disciple. Amen. They go back to Matthew's Luke. Matthew's gonna finish Luke for us. And I, what I, the spirit would request this morning is that all of you, under the sound of my voice, would help me finish this prayer this morning. Huh? Would you declare this prayer with me this morning? 
if you've been delivered from the evil one, if you know that Jesus has defeated the enemy, that the woman has crushed Satan's head, Mary, thank you for Mary this morning, Lord God. Be it done unto me as you said. I don't know how these things can be, but be it done unto me this morning. All right. Verse 13. I believe the spirit. When we pray this prayer. Everybody should be declaring verse 13. The church. So if you got your Bibles with me, let's just go and everybody repeat after me and declare verse number 13. And do not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from the evil one. Here it is. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. In obedience to the great head of the church. You said that. <laughs> Amen. Something's been to happen in your life. You didn't obey me. You obeyed the spirit. And he's going to be talking to you from here on out. Listen to him. Not to the world. Not to the, don't, don't let your circumstances dictate which way you go. Let your faith dictate which way you go. Let your faith make you stand today. Let your faith draw you nearer. To your God. Nearer to thee, Lord. Mama B. Nearer to thee is a song that I used to sing as a boy. Amen. You got nearer to him today. With this prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're only getting started. <laughs> Satan wants you to give up. God said you're only getting started. All right, let me take this tap. Amen. Ambassador Ishmael. Sister Rosina always got that fire. The Holy Spirit of God dwells within her. Ooh. Amen. All I could do is listen a lot of times because the things that come out of her mouth. Amen. You know that it's led by the Spirit. Bless you, sister. But the truth always comes out of her mouth. And the truth is Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Mama be the voice of an angel. Lots of love. Much love. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, you all. Amen. Y'all prayed yes, that prayer. God. You prayed that prayer. Amen. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. Because somebody just got Look, set free. Look, as always, he gonna stay mad. Amen. <laughs> He going to stay mad. You know, we, we just got to let the Holy Spirit speak through us and move out of his way sometime, you know? Yes, man. But really, all the time. God don't let me. going to be him speaking through me. And it's a true story. And I'm going to tell you something. So this morning, I woke up to a dead battery. Kyle Ooh. rose out of system and jumped the battery out. Now, I'm going to be real. Yesterday, God told me to be still. But I was going to go try to get my brakes checked. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, just. You know, just make hard. So anytime God don't let my, and I done told you this before, anytime God don't let my car start, it's mm -hmm. always divine protection from a car accident. I try to call my daughter to tell her because I'm like, it never fails. Like, I know it's to save me from a car accident anytime the car don't start. Amen. So when the man 
as soon as he put the thing on, my car started like the. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and, and I know it was God's divine protection. So then he was like, "But if I were you, I would ride around for an hour, let it run." You know, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to just go in the house and, and I got a spare key and I'm going to let it just run in the parking lot. And then the Lord said, check stereo. Because I came on to give you an encouraging word. But here's the whole truth. When my car didn't start this morning, I had my phones off. I was not going to get on my phone at all today. Amen. Bless but God said, oh, yes, you are. I'm going to send you still enough so you can. You, you follow what I'm saying? I hear you. It, it's it's uh, it's God. He wanted it's you to God. testify this morning to his goodness. Yeah, but and, I, uh, it, to testify to his goodness, but it was to give you an encouraging word as well. Amen. When I came on here, it was literally to give you the encouraging word about TikTok, like true story. I needed it. And then it. the Holy Spirit, on, you, you, you know how he does. Yeah, I needed it. Come on, brother. I, I know it. But the Spirit of God told me that. that that's what I mean. Yeah, Lord, I thank you. And you brought a word. You brought a word, sister. You said the church. And God said judgment has started at the church. Amen. Second Chronicles, judgment started at the church. Second Chronicles, he started off the service this morning with Second Chronicles 714. If those people who are called by my name. Listen, we just finished. A, a, a prayer school with the a book Revival If by Pastor Rod Parsley. That book is generational. It's a beautiful book. It's like it's stuff God was revealing to me. Thank God. And I thank God that he chose a general to write it. You feel me? Yes. A man that's been in ministry for over 40 years because he has seen it and he knows. Amen. And it was all by the Holy Spirit because it confirmed so many things I had been saying on Facebook before it got shut down the last time. You get where I'm coming from? Yes. Be that as it may. The problem is people don't want to humble themselves. Like, even when yesterday, I mean, Sunday, they were asking, what did you learn in the book? Like, we got a class full of people. One person was talking about the prayer points, but then me, I I, I raised my hand, I learned humility. Amen. We got this class full of people, and you telling me that nobody learned nothing. So that's (laughs) how you know people... They just answer questions to get a grade, but they really didn't read the book. Because if that book did not teach me anything else, I'm talking about God humbled me in the worst way, but that book reminded me to remain humble. Am I making sense to you? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, So I raised my hand saying humility. I was meaning God, that book taught me to remain humble. Amen. Like, every time I start feeling prideful, God will cut me down. Like, he'll remind me, like, listen, you, you know better than this. Am I making sense? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because some get in our own way. Hey, Kate. We, we get in our own way. Pride will creep up in you, and you don't even realize it. It's creepy. Amen. It's creepy, yeah. Real sneaky, right? So God will sit up there and remind me, watch it. You better watch your tongue, watch your mouth, watch your thoughts. I mean, this is so real. So reading that book literally helped me realize I need to remain humble in all things. Even when I'm right and they're wrong, I still need to remain humble. Are you following what I'm saying? That's right. I don't have to prove a point to anybody because God goes show up and show out and he's going to prove it to them. You hear me? Amen. I don't have to fight 
battles. I don't have to argue with people. I don't have to tell my side of the story because God is going to show up and show out and they all go look like fools. And God is fighting my battle for me. I don't have to fight anymore. God is fighting for me. And what people fail to realize is God have us do our part in the fighting. We pray, we fast. But when God tells you to step back and move out the way and let him have his way, people uh. don't even understand it. You don't understand how much trouble they in. The people that spoke bad against you have no idea how much trouble they're in. Because vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Touch not my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm. The Lord is for real about this thing. Yes, sir. I'm going to tell you all something. Hey. I had a dream of my brother and my mother sitting on the porch together. Now, mind you, my mother is dead. So that dream let me know that my brother was about to die. But let me tell you the good news and the goodness of God. When I called my brother some weeks later, I kept praying for him because God said, don't call him, just go into prayer. When I talked to my brother on the phone and we were talking and I asked him, how was he doing? He said, good. I said, well, I had a dream that you was on the porch with mama. He said, sis, I almost died. And I told him the time that I had the dream, he was in a hospital on his deathbed. Thank you, Lord. I hope somebody getting what she's saying here today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Kay, good to see you. And you know I've told you the testimony of my brother. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. can do it with God. Are, Nobody but God. Are you obeying that spirit today, you all? Hey, 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 brother. Yes, sir. My sister, listen to this. You remember what me and you spoke about when when I told you that Jesus Christ said, I'm going to ascend back to the Father and I'm going to leave something with you, right? Amen. So I don't leave you as horses. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Right? So he said, greater things you will do, right? Greater. Greater. So you see what's coming out of my sister's mouth right now, right? Greater. Greater things is being done, led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is being used and, and done and dealt with right now, proclaiming pure truth through the mouth of Rosie. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for those words. Glory to God. Snarf. Thank you, Jesus. Good to see you back. Don't run from the Lord, brother. Come on back here, Snarf. Amen. Bless you all. Amen. We got a couple of steps here. Go ahead, brother Ishmael. Everything that's coming out of her mouth is written. Amen. It's in there. You just got to have faith and believe and trust. Oh, she's edifying and building up this morning, y'all. The church. Amen. The oh, church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You can't build up the church if you're conformed to the world. That's what's wrong with the church. Too many people in the church are conformed to the world, and the spirit ain't gonna mess with you, man. He gonna let you do what you do. And my and, and no too. Notice too, my brothers and sisters. When he tears down that building, the Holy Spirit of God dwells within you, and you are the temple. Amen. You you are the temple of God. Each and every one of us. Where is your temple. place? Where and is your what, place? What are we letting? What are we letting in our temple? Amen. Money changes. Amen. We're letting the money changes in our temple. Amen. I got a couple of taps on stereo I love to take right now, but I'm acknowledging K on call in. And my brother Morris pronounced that name for me. Mandaya. Did I get it right? Madaya. God bless you all on call in. Mama B. Don't hold your peace. Drumming mirror. Drumming mirror to thee, Jesus. I just want to be near. Bye, I just want to be near. You know, there's a song that I love. And the, the writer, inspired by the Holy Spirit, he said, I've had some good days. Oh, yeah. I got some wheels to climb. Yeah. I've got some weary days. You're talking about everybody. Yeah, some weary days. But uh, Ooh, as I look, look around, around. Yeah. I think things over. I say thank you, Lord. God, I woke up late. Sometimes the clouds hang low. Many times. I can only see my way. I ask the question, Lord. Above my voice, so much pain. <laughs> but he... He knows, he knows what's, what's best, best for me. Although my weary eyes, they can't see. <laughs> I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I won't complain. Why? God, God has been good to me. Good to me. Yeah, it's been so good. So good to you. More than this whole world I yeah. Could ever be. Hmm. He's been good. He's been good to me. He's been good to you too. Thank you, Mama B, for that testimony to remind us it was God's goodness that woke you up this morning. And if you're not thanking Him, you're complaining. Why are you complaining about waking me up this morning, Lord? <laughs> See, the opposite of, of thank you is I did it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to leave you alone. We're in Psalms 23. We could go on, baby. Good to see you this morning. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord, for all that we witnessed, all the testimonies, all the praise that you received thus far. Somebody's going to be loosed. Somebody's going to be loosed. Amen. Psalms number 23. Part of our devotion. Yeah, we're still in our devotion here, you all. Amen. Pray your prayer with me. If he's your shepherd. You can repeat after me. You can lead me in it. <laughs> Amen. A Psalm of David. To guard, guide, and provide. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through this valley of the shadows of death, I fear no evil. You've delivered me from the evil one. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You have prepared a table before me over and over again in the presence of my enemies. You anointed my head with oil and my cup overflows this morning. <laughs> Surely you ought to let him know this. You ought to let the devil know you know this. Surely your goodness and mercy should follow me. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The road may get rough, but I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. People may desert me, but I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Declare it, believe it, and watch God bring it to pass. Declare it, believe it, and watch God bring it to pass. Amen. Sam. Unique soul. Yes, you are. Amen. Mama B. Sister Roseanne. It is the love and goodness of God that brings you guys this panel. Goodness. I schedules and things to do, but took time out away from it. Amen. Just to come and to see the saith the Lord. Just to be at his feet. Just to honor and to love. It is God's grace. God's grace. God's and until grace. We can appreciate this grace. 
I made it this far. This grace <laughs> that abound to us, By the not grace because of God. we deserve it, or we. Amen. Jesus. One more time, I'm be keep it rolling. They will do what it takes to make sure the love of God is spread. To let others know one day he's coming back. Yes, he is. One day he's coming back. I say, yes, he is. And like the songwriter say, I pray we all be ready. I pray we all be ready. This we wish on no man. No man. But we just pray everyone would make it in. Yes, Lord. I pray we get our business straight that we can meet at the gate. We can meet him at the gate. For he loves us unconditionally. I pray we all be ready. Man. When Jesus Amen. Comes. Oh, yeah. Grace of God. Amen. They it's sing okay. a song at our church. In case you want to know, in case you want to know while I'm still standing, why I'm still standing, in case you want to know how I made it through, it was God's grace. <laughs> it was God's grace. It was God's grace. I made it this far. It was by the grace of God. You ought to declare that this morning and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For therein lies the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, to anybody that call on the name of the Lord. You didn't hear me. I say therein lies the power to say thank you, Jesus, for, for saving me. Y'all didn't know the power came with your testimony. That's why Satan unlocked your jaws and stuck your tongue to the roof of your mouth. He knows. As long as you don't say thank you, Jesus, I get that praise. I get that praise, he said. So sit there if you want to. You can't overcome unless you overcome by your testimony. Is that what he said? They overcame by their testimony. Amen. Y'all thought I was just making all this up. No, he said, stir up the gift that is within them <laughs> and then tell them they need to start testifying to the goodness of God in their lives so that their children can learn how to testify about the goodness of God in their lives. Amen. You know, Saturday, I, I was going through pictures, you know, my mama, my son, just family pictures of all of us and like how many people have gone on, right? Yes, ma'am. And so, as I was like, Lord, this type of pain, people don't understand, but your grace is sufficient. Like, I needed this type of pain for me to change for the better. You follow where I'm coming from? Amen. Like, yes, I miss my brother. Yes, I miss my son, but you knew what it would take 
to get me right too. Amen. You know, you know what it like to bring me back because I was a family oriented person. I always put my family, I would say it was me, it would be God and my family, but I put my family before God. So Amen. he stripped them away. Amen. Follow? Amen. The ones that he still stripped everybody away, right? Yes, ma'am. And he said, no. Saturday. Although I was like, God, I miss Sydney, I miss my mom. I said, but you kept Janiyah on this day. Seven years ago, it was a date that my daughter had a suicide attempt two days after her brother was murdered, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, my baby girl, and you done gave her a baby girl, and you keeping her, and you keeping her, and I said, Lord, I just want to thank you. Yes, I lost my son. Yes, my mother is gone, but I gained my life in you, and then you kept my daughter. It could have been worse. I hey. could have buried two children. Have been worse, but Lord, I want to thank you on the thank day. You. Although it hurts, although I feel this pain, your grace is sufficient, and my hey. strength comes from you. All right, you know, hallelujah. Thank you, hallelujah. People don't understand, they don't understand. God will do whatever it takes to, bring to get you, to you in his but you are called and chosen. When you are chosen by God, you can't run forever. See, Amen. many are called, but few are chosen. This long suffering is a gift of the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. So, time to endure. Although it hurts, He gives me the strength to endure. And my joy comes from the Lord. Amen. But that doesn't mean I don't ever feel the pain. That's mm. not what it means. The comfort. There are days. Amen. There are days I feel like I am in labor. Saturday, I was in that bed and I felt like I was in labor. I was having labor pains. Yeah. You hear me? Amen. But after the pain went away, I got up and I praised the Lord and I danced in my room, praising the God, praising the Lord. Hallelujah. I lost one, but he kept the other. You follow? Amen. Amen. My son in because I sent them to his dad. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Let me say, he don't put any more on you than you can bear. And it's the truth because he's the one who bears it. Thank you. When you cast out your curse upon the Lord, he makes the yoke easy. He does. The burden is light. It doesn't mean the burden goes away. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my cross this morning, Lord. Thank you for my cross. I got to bear this cross this morning, Lord, but I know you're helping me. Thank you, Sister Rosanna. I have these, I got this condition, y'all, and I can't help myself sometimes. You've been good to me. You don't know my story. I'm going to share it one day. Amen. But right now, I need you to say thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning. I'm not going to leave you alone. Satan want me to leave you alone. God said, stir it up. And I know that it's being stirred up. A thank you is in you for the Lord. Let him have it today. Loose it. Yes, Lord. Amen. I'm going to step down so you can finish talking and y'all can finish the program. But just know God is good. He's faithful. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know, yes, ma'am. Keeper, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. You know, if you want to be kept. If you no longer want to 
ask for the Holy Spirit to dwell within you and convict you of that sin. And he will stop you from sinning. He will keep you from sinning. This is the truth. Yeah, you may be tempted, but you will not commit the act of sin. Amen. The temptation will completely go away. It will pass. Just stand. But it's sufficient for you not to sin. Amen. And I'm a lift of it because I get tempted daily. And guess what? Submit yourself unto God and resist the devil and he will flee. I submit myself unto God and then the devil flees because I don't entertain it. Amen. 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 I just pray you all have a blessed day and stay encouraged in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to have his way. Thank you. Once again, you stay stay encouraged when you're going on TikTok, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you again and God bless you and keep you. Amen. Is that you, Vibe? Amen. And amen. Amen. Is that you, Vibe, leaving me a message? Mama B. Love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails. All my life. I've been held in your hands. Hmm. I know you as a father. I know you as a friend. You know that song, Brother Morris. I have lived in the goodness of God. Mm. All my life you have been so good. All my life. All my life you have been so 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 good yes with every breath that, that I, I am able, able I will sing of the goodness of God. God. That's on time I'll be. I just shared in a youth service Ambassador Moore sent me. And the praise the young people song that song i know it took about 15 minutes they just praised the lord on that song amen and it's a good thing to know that the young people know these things y'all they haven't been here that long but they could sing praise to the lord and say it all their life he's been faithful those are children that was given back to the lord amen and that let their light shine so some other young person could see them and glorify their father which is in heaven. Maybe they came asking, what must I do to be saved? But the breath in your body testifies either of the goodness of God or testifies against you. All right. That's the witness. I'm going to let him say it better here. We're going on. We're closing out of our, or we're coming to the end of our devotion. But I have to repeat this last verse here in Psalms 23. Well, verse 5. Knowing me, it'll be 6 too. Amen. You prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointed my head with oil. Let me say that right. You anoint my head with oil. This is happening to you right now. <laughs> and your cup overflows. Surely his goodness and his mercy is all over you today. And he will take you 
all the days of your life. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Your children will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why? Let's go into our readings, you all. Psalms 24. Psalms 24. A psalm of David, a cry of David, an acknowledgement of David. The earth is the Lord's in all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein. That sounds so sweet, doesn't it? Somebody didn't know that. Somebody didn't realize it. Somebody hadn't acknowledged that. For he has founded it upon the seas and establishes it upon the floods. All right. Ambassador Ishmael. Who may ascend into the hills of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? Pausing right there. No, let me continue. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, to an idol, that means there are many, nor sworn deceitfully, Job 17 and 9, he shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek his face, Salah. Psalms 89.11 is a reference. We're going to get there. We're doing all 150 Psalms, but he, I got to follow the Spirit here. Amen. And the references are the footprints of the Holy Spirit. The teacher who want to take you and teach you more than just the literal, the black and white that you see on this page. You got to follow the footprints of the Holy Spirit, the references lest you come up with a false doctrine and not the teachings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'm going to go here to 8911, Psalms number 8911, which is a good reference from verse 2. Reading the verse again so you have an understanding. He has founded it upon the sea and established it upon the waters. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all its fullness, you have founded them. The north and the south, I got to go on. You have created them. Tabar and Harmon rejoiced in your name. You have a mighty arm, a strong is your hand. And high is your right hand. Amen. Salah. 
Lift up your head. Verse 7. I'm back in Psalms 24. O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. <coughs> Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift up, you everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts, he is the king of glory. Salah. Selah. Selah. Psalms number 24, verses 1 through 10. First Corinthians. I'm following the spirit here, y'all. <laughs> I'm just following the spirit. That reference comes out of verse 1. 1 Corinthians 10, 26. Amen. For the earth is the Lord's and all is fullness. Amen. Can I go back to 24? 1 Corinthians 24, same chapter 10. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. Listen to what God is saying. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market. Ask no questions for conscience sake. Do you say grace before you eat? <laughs> if I can't get a thank you out of here today, okay, I'm, I'm wondering, do you say thank you, Lord, for this food that I'm about to receive? Let it nourish my body in Christ's name. Then all that are hungry be able to feast at this hour and let their food supply never diminish in Jesus' name. Anybody know that verse, that prayer? Bless your food. You ought to teach it to your children. Say thank you before you put that food in your mouth. You might choke. I'm just keeping it 100 with you, especially since judgment has started at the house of God. Somebody ignoring this. Amen. I'm not being mean. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm being truthful. <laughs> Anybody got anything they want to share from this reading? 
We have one tap. Brother Chris, where are you? Thank you, Vibe. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What's the prayer for the food? Amen. Let's say it again. Dear Lord, bless this food that I am about to receive. Let it nourish my body in Christ's name. Let all that are hungry be able to eat, to feast, not just eat, to feast at this hour. And let their bonds never be empty. Let their food supply never diminish because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwell therein. <laughs> he has founded it upon the flood and established it upon the waters. You got to be thankful in all things. You got to make it a habit to say, thank you, Jesus. For that is the evidence of your salvation, of your faith. Not, all right. ABC, one, two, three. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to, since wisdom likes to glitch me out about two hours after I get on here. Amen. I, I sense that it's about to do that. Amen. So I want to take the time and do a roll call right now before we go to Proverbs 24, if that's okay with everybody. Amen. Wisdom has 49 family members there, 49 souls, and you all belong to the Lord, Ezekiel 18 and 4. Don't deny it. Just come and acknowledge it. All souls belong to the Lord. Every one of them, not all of them would come to him, but I died for all of them. Black, white, blue, green. Amen. On stereo, I'm blessed to have Sam and three virtuous women over here. I did have another one. She got away before I could acknowledge her, but I will do it at the end of the service when I go back and review this service, get my double portion. <laughs> Amen. I got a triple portion yesterday, amen, because I did a remix on TikTok last night of our service that we did that morning. But I thank all of you, Mama B, Sister Rosanna, <laughs> let God have his way. Let him continue to use you. Vibe, amen. Blessed you are. Blessed you are. Amen. K. And Mahaya Madai uh, is on the call-in platform, C-A-L-L-I-N, our youth church platform. Your children are welcome there. Do I have to say a welcome before you bring them? <laughs> Amen. I'll give you a welcome to bring your children over here. This is for you. Amen. You're welcome to sing. You're welcome to shout. You welcome to praise God until that breath run out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let everything that had breath praise the Lord. I'm loosing you today to give God the glory for yesterday. Amen. 
Maybe if you can't thank him for waking you up this morning, maybe you can thank him for waking you up yesterday, okay? And we'll play catch up with you. Amen. On wisdom, bless you. Ethan, for visiting us for the first time. You can't leave the same way you came. <laughs> I wouldn't leave the same way I came. I wouldn't take that thank you, Jesus, for waking me up back home with me. I leave it right here. I air it right here so that God could bring an increase. He'll give you more reasons to thank him if you just start thanking him today. Acknowledging him that he was the one that led you and guided you. Acknowledging him today. Damon. <laughs> Soulful Renee. Brought the coffee today, y'all. Amen. Bless you, sister. Angela. Angela. Boswell. Amen. Pedro. God bless you, Abigail, too. Ollie and Dr. Jan. Kaplan. God bless you. Anthony. Curtis J. Kudos to you, Grace. Always good to see you. Amen. Brother Charles, put the mic up. Make it work. Make it glorify God, brother. Amen. Ventrain, God bless you. Truly, Julie, I love you and the hearts that you bring every day. Amen. I guess that is an indication that the Lord got your heart. Amen. You know what the heart is. Amen. He's given you that heart of flesh and removed that heart of stone. You're testifying to it. Bless you today, Sister Daryl. My brother with the dashes, God bless you. Gary, William, God bless you this morning. Chocolate, God bless you. Amen. Suduki Moth and Frank J, God bless each of you today. Kings shed talk. King shed talk. First time. Share. See, when you come up here with something like that in your name, I expect you automatically. If you a talker, brother Darrell, amen. If you're a talker, sister Grace, amen. Let's take this call. Let's take this caller here. Brad. Amen. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet, you all. I haven't had this. I'm in new territory over here on call in. I'm trying to take it. All right, there it is. Tell them to unmute his microphone. Uh, I think he, you know, are you up here? Yeah, go on and unmute your microphone and share, my brother. Don't blow my mind this morning, though, okay? What's up, dudes? Oh, to God man. be the glory. No promises, man. I was giving voice and uh, sent with a question. <laughs> Dude, I'm putting blinds. I was wondering if y'all familiar with Watt and his family after um, Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. I'm sorry, I didn't hear your question. You were breaking up. I'm familiar with the fate of Lot. Yeah, um, I'm wondering if y'all are familiar with the story 
of Lot's daughters and what happened to them after their mother was turned into a pillar of salt after the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Because not a lot of Christians are familiar with this. And according to the Bible, God sent two angels and instructed them to get their father drunk to reproduce with him instead of like going to like another city to find some different men or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, is there a metaphor in there somewhere that I'm missing? Or is that just. Well, God didn't tell them to do that. Did. Sorry. No. God didn't tell them to do that. Who told their, them to do it? Their fleshly desires told them to do that. Because God, no, God actually sent, according to the Bible, God no. sent two angels that instructed them to do that. Uh, I don't no, know. I didn't read that. I read it in Genesis a couple of days ago. Let me go back to it again. Give me one second. I'm just wondering if there's like a metaphor somewhere I'm missing or a misinterpretation or if that's just the story. Well, there is a remedy to it. I mean, God works with us in our frail condition. So what they did they brought forth a tribe called the Moabites. And if you go read Ruth, she was one of those in that tribe. So he engrafted the Moabites through Ruth. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. It wasn't about Lot, okay? It was about the seed. Uh-huh. You, can, you can read yeah, yeah, uh, but why didn't, Genesis why didn't chapter just 19, like... verse 30, and then keep going. You got something to share? Mm-hmm. It tells you the story. Amen. Um, and you'll see that no angel told them to do that. In fact, it said in verse 31, it says, Now the first bird said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on the earth to come into us, as is the custom of all earth. And that's really, I'll have to read in the more after that. Because you heard it, it says it was the custom of earth, not what God told them to do. It was the custom that made them want to have a child from their father to keep their bloodline pure. Amen. Not what the angel told them. Now, I want to share something. There's probably another part in the Bible that uh, actually goes over the part with the angels. Yeah, the story's probably been told more than once throughout the Bible, right? The angel angel brought them out of Sodom and Gomorrah, but those angels didn't stay with them for that part. Uh, uh, let me share this part because this is you have to understand this here. Lot messed up in the first place. Yep, he wasn't even supposed, and Abraham did too. Abraham wasn't even supposed to have Lot with him in the first place. Amen. But that that's a he sign. Him to go up okay, a lot to this, okay. But I don't want to get distracted on this, okay. But let me give you what the Lord is giving me right uh, now. Lot was the one that first messed up by not obeying the angel. Mm-hmm. He asked the angel, don't let us go up to the mountain. Why don't you let us go over here to this region where there's supplies? So he wasn't trusting God to meet his needs. That area that he went to was also supposed to be destroyed. But God let us do, we're not robots. We got a free will. God let not do what he wanted to do. He granted every request. Amen. He granted that request. But they got out of God's will there. God didn't leave them, but they left God. So God had to work things out. And he brought Ruth about. If you go read the story of, the story of Ruth, a virtuous woman. Amen. Have I answered your question? Right. 
Brother Brad? Yeah, yeah, I got a total miss. Uh, yeah, but it all started. No, can you hear me? Mic check. Can you hear me? Yes, and I think I got. I think I got a total misinterpretation of that story. Yeah, it well, started. Cool, man. Stay lot. biblical. Stay studious. Yeah, it started. The two angels came to Lot and told him to get out of there. But from then right. on, once he disobeyed the angel, where the angel was telling him to go, everything went crazy. The daughters wouldn't act right. The family got destroyed, didn't they? That the family they didn't have to do that. God had already put enmity between the family. Somebody out there thinking that it's cool to have. No. You can't be doing that in your family. It'll bring your DNA is not going to agree with each other if it's a family member. Amen. Look around us. God don't like it. We'll end up with children that are defected. Amen. So go back and read that story. Brother Morris have given you the uh, scripture there in Genesis. But that's okay. That's okay. That's what we're here to do. Help you understand the scripture. Amen. So to God be the glory. I forgot where we were. I was doing a roll call here. Amen. And I saw you wanted to come up. Amen. You can remain up here if you want to. Amen. Thank you for not blowing my mind. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you for not blowing my mind. Amen. Uh, the roll call here. I stopped at Frank J. I believe King's Shed Talk. Amen. I was talking about anybody that's got talk on their name. I don't know why you're not up here testifying. If, if you got a platform that you're doing your thing on, amen, you ought to come and do your thing over here with us for the Lord. Amen. Don't get shy over here. I told y'all I'm the shyest person here. But the spirit of God made me bold when he gave me my purpose. Amen. When he took away my shame and my fears. I'm not ashamed and I'm not afraid of dying, y'all. I'm not afraid of death. For it was a fear of death that kept us separated from God. That's how you understand why he came to deliver you from the evil one. Death is the evil one. Amen. And because of Adam, it's appointed unto man to die once. Because that's what happened in the garden. And Jesus said, you must be born again so you won't die again. There's a second death told about in Revelation. This is what we want you to escape, the second death. Amen, Father Todd. <laughs> I gave you that name, Father Todd. <laughs> Amen. <coughs> Good to see you. Amen. Dr. Rayo and Jody, God bless you all. Darlene, Joshua, good to see you. Terry, bless all of you today. You don't know you're getting blessed when I'm calling your name out to the Lord here today. <laughs> you can't go back the way you were. It might take you a little while, a little longer, but you're going to come. Christopher, John. Martins. Amen. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Amen. <laughs> and the baby leaped for joy in the womb. <laughs> Brenda. 
God bless you, Elizabeth and Brenda. Stella, God bless you. Jason, God bless you. Uh, Tanel, Tanyel, Tanyel, first time. God bless you for being here this morning. Hope you're being inspired by the Lord. Align, Ronald, David Robert, and Martin John. To each of you, God bless you and the families. Janelle is here for the first time. Jeanette is here for the first time. We're thanking God for you all. Coach Nicole, amen. Laura, <laughs> wisdom auntie. Lady Q, bless you, amen. Impress, God bless you. Dallas, can I just call you Dallas? Amen. Ambassador Ishmael, bless all of you today. I'm blessing all of you today. Gibby, amen. The Clarity, Greg's Take, Isabel, and Von Cor Edwards, Von Cor Edwards, amen. Aha, uh -huh. oh, I have some more people came in, about five more. Let's see who we got here, Frank J., Philip, child of God, came in. Perceptions today came in. Adam came in. Amen. And uh, Ali is here and present. Joshua, for the first time, we're following you. Amen. To God be the glory. We've done as commanded so far. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Help us. Help us here, Lord. Amen. Let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs, today being the 24th, January 24th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Amen. We're reading Psalms and Proverbs 24 in alignment with the date. Whatever the date of the month is, we read that number of Psalms and Proverbs and let the Lord speak to his creation, you. You let him give you your purpose in 31 days. It may take 62, but you can't do this and not get your purpose. Amen. Now, if you keep resisting the spirit and don't testify the goodness of God in your life already, you may miss your purpose because your purpose was to testify to the goodness of God. <laughs> Amen. Life blinds us to God's goodness. Amen. Tell us it's coincidence. Tell us it's good luck. Amen. And some of us, if it's all about luck, y'all, some of us having more bad luck than good luck. Because <laughs> luck ain't luck. Ain't no thing called luck. There's either providence or nothing. <laughs> I said God is in control of everything. Or he's not in control of nothing. You're doing your own thing. Don't be like them, he said. <laughs> Proverbs 24. I hope your Bible's open. You're reading this with me for your edification. You're taking it in so you can give it to your children and somebody else that God leads you to. Do not be envious of the man, evil man nor desire to be with them. 
for their heart devised violence and their lip talk of troublemaking. That sounds like good company to somebody here. <laughs> God said, don't be envious of them. Why? Because you'll become like them. A, B, C, one, two, three. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yes. A man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. And in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. By wise counsel, you will wage your own war. You carry your own cross. And in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together in those last days as some have done. Amen. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth at the gate. Uh-oh. I see where you're going with this, Lord. Thank God his Proverbs. Amen. Instructions in righteousness. Amen. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth at the gate. He don't tell nobody that Jesus is Lord. He don't tell nobody that the wages of sin is death. He don't tell nobody that God is sitting enthroned at the flood as king forever. He don't tell folk that. He don't tell people to give God them babies back. Hugh plots to do evil will be called a schemer. The devising of foolishness is sin. And the scoffer is an abomination to men. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Translate strength. Your faith is small. Amen. Your trust in God is little. But deliver those who are drawn to death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the heart consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? My son, eat honey because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to your taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. Do you see the comparison? Do you see the issue, your soul? 
If you have found it, there is a prospect. And your hope will not be cut off. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not plunder his resting place. For a righteous man may fall seven times and arise again. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. Esther 7.10 Do not rejoice when your enemy falls. And do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles. Lest the Lord see it. And it displeases him. And he turns away his wrath from him. If he turns away his wrath from him, he's going to put his wrath on you. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked. Times two. Verse one, he told you that. Do not be envious of the men, evil men. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. If you want to be like them, you get the same blessing. If that's what you want to call it. Since we don't recognize blessing, amen. I'm, I'm just going to say it. You get the same blessing the wicked man get. A just reward. <laughs> if you work like the devil, you get paid like the devil. And he's already a defeated foe. I'm helping somebody today. I'll read 19 again. Do not fret because of evildoers. Nor be envious of the wicked. For there is no prospect for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. My son. My daughter. Fear the Lord. And the king. Do not associate with those given to change, young people. For God changes not. The way of salvation changes not. Don't believe them. It is written. It is written. For their calamity will rise suddenly. And who knows the ruin those two can bring. Do not be given, do not associate with those given to change. New world order, new doctrines. <laughs> These things also belong to you, the wise. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. He who says to the wicked, you are righteous. Him the people will curse. Nations will abhor him. But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight and a good blessing will come upon them. I got to help you understand this one here. <laughs> 
Amen. Because they're telling you, you can't judge nobody. And they write. The Bible says, judge not lest you be judged. So who is the judge? But the word of God. Amen. Who is judge? He sits in thrones at the flood as king forever. Rebuke is not judging. Rebuke is saving a life. Telling them that they're wrong and God is right. Amen. Shamanaya, God, good to see you, my brother Jordan. Good to see you on stereo. Amen. We're in Psalms, I'm sorry, Proverbs 24. At verse 25. But those who rebuke the wicked will save their lives. Will have the light. And a good blessing will come upon them. If you go back. Starting at verse 10. Through 12. You'll see the duty and obligation of a real believer. A real child of God. Deliver those who are drawn toward death from the mother's womb. Who would that be but your babies? Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. Who would that be except for the church? <laughs> Amen. The church. Them backsliders. Those that have turned away from God and his word. Rebuke them. Bring them back. That's what he's saying here. For a faithful witness saves souls. That's all that matters to God. Is that you be faithful and save a soul. I'm moving on. He who gives a right answer kisses the lips. Prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the fields and afterwards build your house. We will get back to that one. Amen. Make ready. Make it ready. Make it fit for yourself in the fields. And afterwards, build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause. For would you deceive with your lips? Do not say I will do to him just as he done to me. I will render to the man according to his works. Let God handle it. I went by the field of a lazy man and by the vineyard of a man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with needles. 
His stone walls were broken down, Genesis 3.18. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instructions. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, so shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man, an armed man. Verses one through 34. Chapter 24 of Proverbs. On this 24th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2023, God has spoken. I got to go back here to Genesis 3.18. both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth to you and you shall eat the herbs of the fields. In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it, you were taken for dust you are and to the dust you shall return. Now, there's more to this. I got to give you some more here. I'm going to go read this again, starting at verse 30. I went by the field of a lazy man and by the vineyard of the man, of the man, of the man, devoid of understanding. It did not Adam and Eve, they didn't understand who they were. Satan knew who they were, but they didn't understand. And there it was overgrown with, this is, can you see the Lord walking in the cool of the day? Amen. Ask, looking for Adam. Oh, he knew where he was, but can you see the Lord walking in the cool of the day? Looking for his friend, Adam, that he created to have a conversation with him. And he found them. He found them. Standing there with the deceiver. In need of hope. Standing there separated from the commonwealth. Let's go to 17. I started at 18. Genesis chapter 3. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice, of your wife 
and have eaten from the tree which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat. Cursed is the ground for your sake. Did you hear what he just did? He made a way out, y'all. He cursed the earth, not Adam. Y'all didn't hear me here. Cursed is the ground for your sake. That means so that I can save you, I'm a curse to earth. You are my precious possession, First Peter 2 and 9. And you're going to always be. Until you acknowledge me, though. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you. And you shall eat the herbs of the fields. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. <laughs> That's something Spirit got to give you there. Spirit got to give you there. He took you back to the beginning. But we all the way up here in Proverbs. Only God's spirit can do that. When you follow the spirit. The spirit is following the word. Trying to show you what Jesus was trying to say. Everything Jesus was trying to say before he left. He sent the spirit back to reveal it to you. And it's all right here in this book. Where you came from, where you are, and which way you headed. Can I tell you there's only two directions? You can stay where you at, or you can come over here. The line was drawn in the sand, and the earth is swallowing up souls. It was cursed for the sake of the soul. It's not supposed to be swallowing up souls, y'all. But ain't nobody trying to deliver them. If if you say, surely we did not know this. Does not he who weighs the heart consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know that? And will he not render to each man to each man according to his deeds you're not under adam's curse the earth is if you're living for the world if your eyes is on the end of the earth you must be born again so that you can get out this mess there's a greater place there's a higher calling the way of the righteous winds upward but we're steady falling down and it's levels to down y'all when you start falling you keep falling until god raises you up until you call on the name of Jesus and say, Lord, help me. I'm sinking in the Mari clay. Help me. They throw me overboard, Lord. And I'm in the belly of this beast. I'm in the belly of hell this morning. Y'all think this world is good. This world is dark. And there's only one light. Are you seeing the light today? It shone in darkness. Follow the light. I'm seeing this movie, y'all, uh, back in the day. <laughs> I think the name of it was uh, Poltergeist. Amen. 
But look at what the spirit did. He attacked the child's room. He took the boy. And the lady said, stay in the light. Do you see the light? Follow the light. Stay in the light. Nicodemus said when he came to Jesus by night, Rabbi, we know you got to know what you know. We know that you are a teacher that come from God. Now, he's not speaking about his friends, okay, them other Pharisees and scribes. He's speaking a blessing on you today because he knew that God wanted you to see this today. <laughs> Nobody can do the signs that you do unless God be with them. Nobody can live righteous unless God is with them. Just ask them, how can these things be? I don't understand it, Lord. But I want to trust you today. It's called blind faith. Trust God, not man, not yourself. Cursed is the ground for your sake, for your children's sake. The curse. All right. I think he threw with that. I got a tap. That's probably Shamanaya. Oh, Father Todd. Oh, those are such good verses. Man, that really makes me remember makes you think about something this morning is the difference between being wise like he gives wisdom and like same with solomon he gave him wisdom but there's a difference between being wise and being smart there's hey. plenty of people on this app that are smart but few that are wise wise wisdom gives you the ability to make decisions um and 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 know the difference between good and evil and know the pursuit of of what is truth Amen. Um, being smart doesn't always give you that. Amen. I think that the Bible says if you're wise, then you're wise in your own eyes. If you didn't get the wisdom from God, you're wise in your own eyes. you just smart like them Pharisees and scribes. They were smart. Them religious leaders, they were smart. They knew the law. They knew, the, they knew that Torah. But I heard them say in Hebrews, amen, I heard them say, you search the scripture. In them, you think you find life. But until you see me in the scripture, until you see that the scripture is telling you that salvation is only found in one name, you walk in darkness. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Any more comments? Any more comments on this? Proverbs 24. The word of God is not always easy to digest, you all. Amen. I mean, it cuts going and coming. It convicts. Right now, it convicts so that we can repent. 
I did not come to condemn you. It convicts, it rebukes, amen, the wicked, that they may be saved. Come to the senses, come to the Lord, amen. After a while, after a while, <laughs> all right, Brother Todd. Oh, man, that is so true. Makes me think about what my dad used to say to me whenever I thought I was wise and I got my wisdom from myself. He called me a wise ass. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. It is true. There's plenty that think they have wisdom that's just made up on their own. But wisdom, true wisdom is given from God. Amen. Amen, y'all. Amen. All right, wisdom. Amen. So we've uh, arrived, you all, at our next reading, our final reading for the day, if the Lord is willing. Psalms number 55. Amen. Because we are blessed to be able to allow, God has allowed us to continue in the Psalms. All the way to 150 number Psalms. So today we are in Psalms 55. Amen. It would probably take us a few months to complete this whole 150 Psalms. But we don't neglect the 31 day challenge. We always give you that 1 through 31 Psalms and Proverbs. But he adds to our table. Amen. To our learning, our blessings. Psalms number 55, you, if you have your Bibles open, your Bibles apps popping with string instruments, a contemplation of David. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and do not hide yourself from me, from my supplications. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless. In my complaint. And mourn. Noisily. Because of the voice of the enemy. Because of the oppressions of the wicked. For they bring down trouble upon me Lord. And in wrath they hate me. My heart is severely pained within me and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearlessness and trembling have come upon me and horror has overwhelmed me. So I say, so I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away to be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness of law. I would hasten my escape 
from the windy storms and tempests. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues. For I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls. Iniquity and trouble are also in the midst of it. Destruction is in the midst of it. Oppression and deceit do not depart from its streets. For if it is not an enemy who reproaches me, then I could bury it. Nor is it one who hates me who has exalted himself against me. Then I could hide from him. But it was you. A man, my equal, my companion, and my acquaintances. We took sweet counsel together, and we walked to the house of God in the throg, in the throg. Let death seize them. Let them go down alive to hell. For the wicked is in their dwellings and among them. Hmm. As for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me even evening and morning, day and night, and at the noon. I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. For there were many against me. God will hear and afflict them. Even he who abides from old Salah because they do not change therefore they do not fear God he has put forth his hand against those who were at peace with him he has broken his covenant the words of his mouth were smoother than butter but war was in his heart his words was sulfur than oil. They yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord. <laughs> and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O oh God, shall bring them down to the pits of destruction, bloodthirsty and deceitful. Men shall not live out 
half their days. But I will trust you. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. Verses 1 to 23 of Psalms number 55. Remembering that Psalms do not have chapters. It has numbers. Prayers. Songs of praise. And they're good today as they were in David's days. Did you see what he just said here, though? There's some advice here. Verse 6. So I said, oh, that I had wings to, like a dove. Oh, if I had that spirit of freedom, liberty in Christ, I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness of Allah. I would hasten my escape from the windy storms and tempests. Cast your burdens upon the Lord. He cares for you and he shall sustain you. He shall not permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your burdens upon the Lord today is the lesson, is the lesson. Amen. Do I have another caller here, Brother Morris? Are you still with me? Amen. What's up, brothers? I got a good one for you. Man. All right, Brad. So, when Christ hate it, um, but when Christ died, you know, Jesus Christ lived the perfect mosaic life according to the Torah. And what that did was it cleansed mankind of original sin that happened in the Garden of Eden. Right. And because mm -hmm. of that original sin before Christ, there was a lot of mosaic laws that had to be followed. Like you could not eat the shellfish, not eating pork, like um, uh, circumcision. And a bunch of other laws that people just weren't really digging, like uh, the sacrificing of the firstborn son, all this kind of stuff that, you know, people weren't just that into. And um, but after Jesus was crucified, uh, when did like people, I guess, what happened with circumcision? We, we, we continued this practice even after Christ was crucified um, and it's not necessary. And even Christ himself spoke against it, the act of circumcision. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, when did circumcision start happening again for Christians? Has it always been happening? And why do we still do it today when Christ specifically died for us to kind of be freed from that, that uh, covenant? Well... If you notice something, 
all males are circumcised today when they're born. Well, only in America and if Israel they, is that they, a place where that happens. In, in every other part of the uh, developed world, it, it's not mm -hmm. practiced like it is in America and Israel. America and so, Israel are really the two places so, to do it. It's really like an American. Amen. Amen. But the circumcision was a healthy thing. It was a healthy thing. Amen. Many bacterias lingered up under that foreskin. Okay. No, the reason they did it was to uh, repress sexual urges and also to weaken men. And it was a covenant to God to prove your uh, devotion to Yahweh, right? It this was a lot of reasons for it, but, but on a physical it. level. It wasn't a clean thing, okay? It was unclean, okay? That's just not true either. Okay, you let know. me finish here. Yeah. When you use circumcision, it was, a, it was a separation, okay? It was something that God started, okay? To separate his people from the world, okay? But it symbolized the outpour of the Holy Spirit. But now the circumcision is of the heart, not the foreskin, Romans. This is what a, a stumbling block. This is the stumbling block, the law. I didn't come to do away with that law. They still doing this. Those that are really obeying, okay? But it symbolized a separation of that nation. And it showed forth that which was to come. The circumcision of the heart, the re receiving of the Holy Spirit. Okay, I hope I'm helping you here. I was drawn to that in Romans, actually, but I had to get the reading done while Sister Rosanna was talking. Do we still yeah. then continue in our sins that grace may abound? Nay, nay. You've been born again. You've died to the law. Now the circumcision is of the heart, meaning you can obey the law. Okay? That's why the Spirit got to teach you, okay? He's got to interpret this new thing he did and connect it with the old. You get me? Yeah. It didn't repress any sexual desires because they went pagan. No, it didn't suppress any circ circumcision, didn't suppress any sexual desires. Okay? Nature is nature, and you're going to act like you're nature. Well, on the physical level, uh -huh. what it does is it makes, makes you less sensitive. So it, it's the most sensitive part of males, you know, what a male's got going on. And uh, so it, it really does. Uh, cause a lot of problems for a lot of men. It causes erectile dysfunction later in their lives. Some of them, it causes painful erections. It can cause painful sex with their partner. It's the reason not a lot of American women are so into it, you know, mm -hmm. um, it requires people to need lube. It, it, it's a really kind of brutal thing to do to someone. And we're still doing little baby infants all over the country. And we're one of the only countries that still do it. Everyone else has realized that it's a pretty crazy, brutal thing to do to an infant boy, especially on his first day. 
As a matter of fact, we're losing maybe no. hundreds of kids die to death or they die of infection, you know. And Christ specifically himself said that it's not necessary. And it's one of the reasons that he died on the cross specifically so we would not have to fall. No, he didn't say it wasn't necessary. He said it availeth nothing when it comes to salvation because God did a new thing. The circumcision now is of the heart. Amen. It's of your heart. And that's what that circum... Let me give it to you the way he's given it to me. That part of a man is the part that brings forth godly children. Okay? So when he circumcised them, they were supposed to bring in him godly children now. Not def not, not, not defiled children. Okay? That was what it was about. Bringing me godly children. I'm taking control of that part. Where you don't have control of that part. They were having sex with animals and everything with that part. They were creating man animals. Amen. Somebody say that there is there was a river where when they had sheep, when they made it with the animals, they would throw those fetuses in there. Okay? Beastie. But that part of man brings forth godly children. It's the seed. It's the seed. So he took control of that seed that come out that thing. He took control of your sexual desires. They're for your wife now and not for to let it run out all in the street. Amen. But that's what God is doing with the circumcision. It symbolized what he was going to do with your heart. If you give your heart to me, then you won't go and commit adultery against me. You won't go and lay with the harlot and say that God gave me this child when he going to kill that child. All I asked for, he said in Malachi, was for godly children. Amen. Now, I'm just giving you a shadow view of what the circumcision really meant here, okay? But it was so that you could reproduce godly children. Amen. A righteous seed. And bring forth a holy nation. You know, me. the Buddhists believe that um, the, the intimacy at the moment of conception affects mm -hmm. the karma of that individual for their whole life. So basically what that means is the more in love and passionate the lovemaking is when they conceive a child the better off that kid's going to be for their whole life, right? And I realize this isn't, this isn't a Christian teaching. This is just what the Buddhists believe. They also believe that the soul enters the body 49 days after gestation, which is when uh, it's, this, it's, it's figured out whether it's male or female uh, is also determined that around that same time. And I think that's when the first heartbeat's detected some, somewhere around that time as well. And... Um, you know, I think there might be something to that. Like, and if you look like it still doesn't answer the question, like, why are we still doing this to our children physically? If it's just a metaphysical 
or a metaphorical circumcision of the heart? Why are we still mutilating children over this? Why are we still wounding children over this? You following God? Not only that, it's it's tearing apart sex lives. You know, we have a a divorce epidemic in America, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's getting divorced. No one knows how to maintain a healthy marriage anymore. And uh, don't you think part of a healthy marriage is maybe like a little bit of a healthy sex life helps, you know? No. Um, and of course, there's ways to mitigate it. If, if you could even you could have a healthy marriage with no sex life, that's a possible thing. But when it comes to a man and a woman living under a roof together, um, a healthy sex life really adds to the experience, <laughs> I think, for both people, honestly. I can't deny that. But again, we are just flesh and blood. We're carnal. And no flesh and blood is going to enter the kingdom. So you must be born again. That's the circumcision of the heart. You got yeah, to take. I'm talking about the mutilation of children right now. I'm talking about the mutilation of children, not a metaphor of my heart. You're not I'm talking about children being wounded still, and it's unnecessary. You know. Why is like, it unnecessary? Because you don't understand it. Oh, I understand it completely. Um, uh, it's unnecessary because it's scientifically and medically unnecessary, and it's uh, sexually unnecessary. It's mentally and physically damaging, and it literally uh, destroys the sex lives of individuals uh, for the whole life, which is part of the human experience, part of the experience God naturally gave us. Maybe he didn't want you to follow the lust of your flesh. Maybe that's why he took some of the sensation away. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe he's, well, if that's the case, then he's not worth worshiping. If that's what you're worshiping, uh, sex, then you're not worshiping the true God no way. If you don't realize that children come from God, he's the life giver, and he's got the right to dictate how he wants his children to be born and raised. We don't understand God's life. Huh? Women women are the gateways of life. Women are. Yeah. The gateway of life. Women are the portals of immortality. Women are the portals of immortality. Okay, I'm not going to get off into all that, okay? Heaven lies between a woman's legs, dude. That's all there is to it. I'm not going to get into all that, okay? I'm going with what the yeah. scripture says. Yes, the woman's head, the woman's heel should crush the serpent's head, okay? But we're talking mm-hmm. about the circumcision and a sexual desire that took people crazy. It took it, Sex took over the person. We were birthing devils. We were birthing devils. So no, he we're said- still doing that. We're still it. doing that. We're still doing that. There's plenty of circumcised men out there giving birth to devils, I can tell you. Let me I, ask I can you testify. This. Are you circumcised? I'm circumcised. Okay. So why are you fighting against your circumcision? Well, I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones. It wasn't bad, you know. <clears throat> um, everything works, you know. I'm one of the lucky ones. But I realize there's other men out there that aren't so lucky. And I think that's a terrible thing, dude. It's terrifying to me, you know, and I remember my circumcision. Uh, I didn't realize I remembered it, but I was watching a documentary about all this stuff one day. And Man, guys, I'm going to drop a link to y'all so y'all can kind of see what I saw. And it okay, really opened my eyes because uh, I remembered it happening to me, man. When, when I When I heard this baby scream, I remembered when it was happening to me. I remember being in the hospital, being tied down. And the windows on the, in the room and everything, and the doctor being over me. And I remember th- yelling out, screaming, and thinking, 
my mom's going to come in here and kick your ass, dude. <laughs> like as a young, as a first day year old baby, I knew that there was a woman out there that was going to come in here <laughs> and defend the hell out of me, you know? Um, but it, you know, it didn't happen. And so that's like an initial trauma that's imprinted on the, the neurology of that child for the rest of their life. Um, and people are mostly unaware of this, but if you study, you know, the human brain and neurology and how this stuff works, you realize that uh, painful memories <clears throat> are incredibly potent in our psychology, especially when we're young in our formative years, you know, and some of the men are dealing with this pain today and they don't know how to express it. They don't, you know, some of them are ashamed to talk about it. It's causing all kinds of problems. And, uh, it's making men, I think, less sensitive individuals, like less sensitive to women, you know, less less able to detect their partner's needs and stuff like that. Because if you think about it, the human body is an energetic to, field. You know, God created the human body perfect, and, and just like all the other and all other nature. So why would we defile the perfect human body? You know, right out of the gate, in such a powerful. So you're, bringing, you're bringing scientific stuff to us, okay? Doctors are practitioners. They're practicing. They don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. That's why we can't trust them with covert. They are practicing. They are practicing. And, and everything that they learn, they learn from this Nobody word of God. Nobody knows anything. The circumcision was not supposed to be painful. That's how they learned about the anesthetics that God used. It was not painful to the child. That's why he did it at an well, early it age. Most people do it without anesthetic. I don't remember it. it. It's done without anesthetic today and is extremely painful. That's why. Because there is, it's, it shouldn't be done. It should be done like God said at birth. That's where we're at right now. The, the circumcision. God, God said at birth, like God instructed a man to suck the blood out of the circumcision. That's the way that God did it. And we sure as hell what? don't do that anymore. You what? heard me? Yeah, they still, they still practice this in New York today. Look it up. They still do this in New York today in certain... Is that where vampires came from? <laughs> certain, yeah, certain, yeah, certain rabbis practice this today. You can you can look it up. A pedophile, brother. That started in the Catholic Church. That started in the Roman oh, community. Oh, no, no, no. It's been around for much longer than the Catholic Church. It's been around for much longer than the Catholic Church. prostitution. They paid their vows daily. Okay, they were prostitutes. We were harlots. God separated Israel by the circumcision because he wanted godly children. He wanted them to control that thing. And listen to me, if you're not married to Christ first, you don't get the circumcision, regardless of what kind of skin is cut off your penis. It does Sorry, not matter anymore. The circumcision is your heart. Do you believe in Jesus? Right? Do you, you know bring Jesus, Jesus children alive in you? Does Christ live in you? That's the real question. Is Christ active Can't within you? you? Are, are you actively you exemplifying Christ consciousness? Right? Can't That's you tell? the real question. I know plenty of men. I know plenty of men out there that do exemplify Christ, and they're uncircumcised, perfectly capable. This Roman says the circumcision of the flesh availed nothing. I did a new thing. That was a foreshadow. My question is, what are you still comfortable your heart with it? With, because with, with your heart was your children? Huh? My, my question, though, is are you comfortable with this still happening with children today? 
Maybe not in the manner that it's happening, maybe not the time that it's happening, because he said do it at birth. Who's, who said do it at birth? God, go read the command that he gave to Israel. The if the world would follow the pattern that he gave Israel and not stop following the nature that Israel had, they would be okay. But you understand that after Christ lived the perfect mosaic life and died on the, on the cross, that that covenant was null and void. It, it, it cleansed us of that covenant. It did not remove that form. covenant. You say, I did not come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill it. The fulfillment of the circumcision is your heart is not stony anymore. You can bring me godly children. We can communicate now. Your, your body is not your own. You've surrendered yourself to me. That's what the circumcision, everything that comes from that seed is supposed to be holy. If you circumcision of the heart. You getting me? Go read the book of Romans. It'll help you understand that circumcision. That's all he's talking about okay, in Romans. Is a child, yeah, that has nothing to do with mutilating a child, though. You're keeping up this other point. You're talking about a metaphor that has nothing to do with the physical body. Because your body is perishing, it's going back to earth to do the physical physical body. I'm talking your about heart is eternal, body, and like actually, uh, hmm? you know, receiving. I'm talking about actually receiving Christ's gift. <clears throat> I'm talking about I'm talking about receiving a salvation, and you're talking about leaving it on the table because why? Say that again. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we did not have to sacrifice our firstborn sons or circumcise our sons anymore, among many other great, amazing things. Right? We're clear on that much, he right? Never required, he never required you to sacrifice anything to him except for yourself. His father did, according to Scripture. His father did. His father Yahweh did, according to Scripture, covenant, covenant of Jacob. What did his father, what did the father require? The father made the sacrifice that was for everybody. God said your sacrifice today is a contrite spirit yeah, and a willing heart. Sacrifice. The son what was the God sacrifice. But his son. His only begotten son. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's the only sacrifice, yeah. So that you um, wouldn't sacrifice yours. No. Did you hear me? He gave his only yeah, begotten know. son so you can come into the knowledge that you don't have to sacrifice yours. Did he kill uh, Abraham's son? Jesus mentioned circumcision once to illustrate a point when talking to the Jews. In John seven nineteen to 24, as part of a life as a Jew in keeping with the Mosaic law given to the nation of Israel through Moses to separate them from the nations, Jesus had been circumcised himself when he was eight days old, as was the requirement for every faithful Jewish male. The requirement for circumcision did not end until after Jesus' death when he'd perfectly fulfilled the Mosaic Law and so ended it. That was in Colossians and Galatians 3.11, 3.28, and 2.13 and 14. And so hopefully I so get the So if Jesus was circumcised, um, okay, because he's birthing children John unto God, 17, you and I are children. You sharing scripture with me? Talk to me. Seven. 
Sorry, I'm looking up John 7.19 right now. So I'm going to pull up John 7. But I want to see what John 7.19 says about, actually says, you know, that's the one time that he does mention it. Share, read it out loud. John 7, maybe, 17. Probably faster than me. got some bad today. We got bad weather. John 7, 14. John 7, 14. Jesus goes to the festival. All right. I have it here. Until halfway through the festival, Jesus goes to the temple, of courts, begin to teach. The Jews were amazed and asked, so my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on their own does not gain personal glory, but he who speaks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There's nothing false about him. And where's the full chapter? Where's the part we're looking for? Here we go. What time does that become? Ah. Who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from me or my own. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory, but he who seeks glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There's nothing false about him. Has Moses given you the law, yet not one of you keeps the law? Why are you trying to kill me? <laughs> they say, you're demon-possessed, the crowd answered. Who's trying to kill you? <laughs> Jesus said, I did one miracle, and you are all amazed, yet because Moses gave you circumcision, though actually it did not come from Moses, but from the patriarchs. You circumcise a boy on the Sabbath. Now, if a boy can be circumcised on the Sabbath so that the law of Moses may not be broken, why are you angry with me for healing a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Stop judging me. Stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly. So that's the one time that Jesus brought it up. <clears throat> and he says, and now, if a boy can be they had special privilege because of the circumcision. They thought they were Abraham's sons and daughters just because they had been circumcised. And that wasn't God's plan. It did not separate them like he planned for it to do. They didn't follow the circumcision. They went out and started having, Hosea, talk to me, Hosea. Okay, well, what's going on here is that it looks like Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath, right? He healed his whole and, body. Yeah, healed his whole body. What, what is that story? Do you know that what story he's referring to there? Well, I got some taps over here on stereo, and you've taken me out of my text this morning. Amen. My I'm bad. To but this question. is like this is so interesting to me. Like <laughs> I know, but you need to go read the book of Romans and come back and talk to us. Go read the book of Romans. Okay. You don't have to go far into yeah. there. Maybe the I'll first two chapters. Maybe just chapter one, but get some insight about the decision. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not brutal to the children. This is the commandment. No, really is. no, this is the commandment that God gave the patriots. It was even before Moses. Jesus even took it. 
If you do it when he say do it, they don't even feel it. They don't even remember it. Now, here's the thing. I can remember back. If you were to be there for your son's circumcision, you would know that he felt it. It's supposed to be numbed. It's not. It's numbed. It's not. It's not what's happening. It's not what happened. Then. Well, that's them. They're it, practicing the wrong way. Can you understand that the world ain't gonna do it God's way? If they causing you pain, the oppressor well, does that. Do if they can't do it in a way that doesn't uh, damage the child physically and emotionally for the rest the of their lives, like has, the child. Do it. Listen to me. The child was awake when they did the circumcision. Jesus was awake when he was circumcised. Yep. yep. But God had. They numbed that thing where the pain was not there. No. And the memory wasn't going to be there if you did it when Jesus said do it at birth. <laughs> okay. No, of the- course, a lot of the memories are so early that they kind of get, they fade, you know, and they're replaced with all new memories and you almost totally forget it. But nonetheless, uh, that, that neurological signal uh, is imprinted in your neurology for the rest of your life. And then um, it can lead to all kinds of psychological issues that uh, we're just now starting to understand. What age were you when you were circumcised? Day one. Day one? Yep. So then they're not, they were not, they were not going according to any biblical covenant. They they weren't waiting until the biblical day, the, the eighth day to do it, which was, I was supposed to get a week according to the Bible. You know, um, but the way we do it here in America is day one for males. Um, as soon as they're able, you know, if you got a premature baby, they might not do it to premature babies until they're a little healthier, you know. But um, yeah, uh, well, I think I, it, I believe it's day one. What I want or you to see a couple days now, thereafter. It's certainly not day eight. Amen. What I want you to see is found in the book of Romans. If you go there and let the spirit speak to you. Yeah, did you drop a link in the chat? You, you dropped it. You dropped it in the chat, right? Or no, that's Galatians. Uh, but what? Just the whole book of Romans is what you recommended. I just want you to start reading. Let the Spirit lead you. You, you. Okay, give well, I've read the whole Bible. You know, I've read the whole Bible. I've read the whole Bible once, and then a bunch of parts of the Bible, probably a whole lot more than once. But uh, I still, it's been so long. Uh, so you smart, brother. Father yeah, Todd, he's smart. Keep reading it. It's, it's hard. To, it was hard to take in as a young man. I did, you know, I felt like I was just reading words at some point. Amen. Now it's coming alive to you, though, because you're asking the right questions. Amen. Exactly. So go read Romans and then come back and talk to us tomorrow. We're going to we're going to we're going to touch on Romans tomorrow, Brother Morris. Amen. OK, so, that sounds cool. Yeah. Just just come back and let me know what you got. OK. Yeah. yeah sounds good. I almost said. Heck yeah. <laughs> now I want to go since Brother Morris has gave me Galatians 5 and 1 and 6. He must be at work, or I'm sure he would have read that for us or commented, made some kind of comment here because he's got a lot of messages over there for you. He's been talking since you started. Amen. So let's go to Galatians 5. Amen. 1 through 6. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty which, by God, which Christ has made you us free. 
And do you not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage? Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. Okay? Now, he's not saying that the circumcision is not necessary. He's saying that don't have anything to do with your salvation. Okay? Profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keeping the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempted to just to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, eagerly await the hope of righteousness by faith. All right, Lord. Amen. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth anything, but faith works through love. You run well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from him who called you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in you, in the Lord, that you will have no other mind, but he who troubled you shall not bear, shall bear his judgment, whoever he is. So what is he saying here? When they circumcised the children in the Old Testament, according to God's command, that was faith at work that a greater thing would be done later on pertaining to the promise that was made from Abraham. The engrafting, the engrafting of all nations, all people. It was the heart that was the problem, but they followed the lust. That's a powerful organ down there, y'all. That's a powerful organ. Of another story in the Bible that you might be able to point me to, and that's when uh, there was a city of men who were tricked into circumcising themselves, and then the city was defeated while the men were in their weakened state. Are you familiar with that story of the Bible? I am not. I am not. See if I could look that up for you. Okay. But, but my request to you is... <laughs> you say keep reading, bruh. I got taps on stereo here. Hey, man. Okay, let's get this in. He said keep reading. Where did I stop at? Verse 11. And I, brothering, if I still preach circumcision, why do I still suffer persecution? Then the offense of the cross has ceased. I could wish that those who troubled you would even be cut off themselves. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. 
Only do not use your liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. I got 16 circle. So I say then, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the lust of the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary to one another. So that you do not do things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery, fornication, uncleansiness, lawlessness, adultery, salt, adultery, sorcerer, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfishness, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalness, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you, also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the spirit or love, joy. See that you took me there. Peace, self-control, faithfulness, goodness, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness. Against such there is no law. And those who are in Christ, have crucified the flesh. Do you hear what he just said? That was a crucifixion of the flesh. The circumcision was a crucifixion of the flesh. That's what it symbolized. It gave them control over something they didn't have control over. Something that Satan had control over. We was birthed in ungodly children. But the circumcision, the circumcision, which availed nothing since Christ came and gave you his spirit. Now you can control yourself over all these things that wasn't and come into the things that are eternal here. The fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. Again, I say to you, my brother, I say to you, my brother, just go read Romans for yourself. For yourself. All right. I got the fruit of the spirit, man. I just I just came back with some spiritual fruit. <laughs> it's the uh, Genesis 34, man. The revenge of Dinah. Uh, where Jacob's sons went to the city and they said, okay, look, we're give you our daughters. We'll let you have our daughter <clears throat> and, you know, we'll come and we'll live with you guys in this city. But we don't want our daughters having sex with uncircumcised men. So y'all going to have to be circumcised first. And then they as soon as all the men in this town circumcised themselves, they destroyed the town. Yeah, that that was something abominable that Jacob's son, Jacob's son did. I think Judah yeah. was the one who actually came up with that plan. Amen. So he was his circumcision of nothing. And what I want you to do is go read Romans for me. Go read Romans for me, and uh, come back and so talk to me. I'll do that tonight. We'll talk tomorrow. I'll do that tonight. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> All right, my brother Brad. Exactly. Thank you, man. You've yeah, been a blessing. Yeah, cool show, guys. Y'all are y'all are knowledgeable as heck, man. I appreciate it.
It's the wisdom of God, the spirit of God, brother. We can't talk about anything except for what he's revealed. And it's revealed in the word. We just don't understand it all the time. Yeah. Amen. Hey, I, mean, I, was I, you, I believe that part of it is revealed in that one word, but I, I think you'll need to branch out and read some other books too. <laughs> uh, no, no, thank you. Amen. The Bible has all the truth in it. I don't need to read it's the last days, Brad. Man's wisdom to interfere with God's truth. It's the last oh, days. I have read other books already. Amen. But we don't have time to read no other books. It's so I, know my, I know my history. Speaking <laughs> in the, in the, in the water. Like, 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 God, like Moses, Moses gave us 10 commandments. Moses gave us 10 commandments, but do not waste food is not on that list. How did do not waste food not make that list? I don't know. Ask God. I don't know. That was in the 10. It probably uh, is uh, probably the 603. Maybe it was in one of the. Remember they had, they had a, a whole other 603 laws. Yeah. Well. Now, the, the Catholics, the Catholics came up with a system. The Catholics came up with a system of like Dante's Inferno. I think in Dante's Inferno, uh, they came up with a nine deadly sins. And the nine deadly sins encompass that with glut, you know, gluttony can be considered don't waste food. But that was never, you know, that was never like a, a specific rule well, well, the Bible. Is that a was like a, the Bible even tells you so. But, we, we just yeah. read in, in the Proverbs yesterday about gluttony being a problem. Okay. That's in the Proverbs. Proverbs, See, yeah. Proverbs tw um, 23 can dealt with gluttony. Hey, I, I got an answer for that. Oh. Hey, man. That's cool. There was always a famine in the uh, Old Testament. Mm -hmm. There was a famine there. So they didn't have food to waste. <laughs> exactly. Because when you look at that area, even to the day, it's a very semi-arid area. You got yeah, food waste is a totally modern like concept. Not a lot of food in that area. That makes sense, man. Food waste is a totally modern concept, isn't it? Yeah, they didn't waste much food back in the day. All they did waste a lot. You got to think about it because without back in the day, they didn't have modern storage me mechanism so a lot of food did still spoil back then as well they grew their own food okay and they, they depended on the lord of the harvest to bring forth their food they mm -hmm. depended on the lord of the harvest to harvest. their food yeah the enemy that's would come in and take old land yeah that's the reason why they had big families back in the day so they could have enough people to harvest the food now you said something they had families okay Families help families. All right. The family's divided today. Don't nobody want to help each other? Amen. Let me get these taps on stereo. I thank you all for being patient. Amen. Consciousness. God bless you, brother. You still in the room? Amen. You come on up here, brother. You come on up here and uh, I'm going to take these taps. Bless you. Father Todd. This is really good. This is a really good example of having <clears throat> wisdom from man and wisdom from God, the difference between the two. It's the same thing when we're looking at, it comes about now is that obedience. You do it because of your obedience and your desire to serve God. It's the same thing with sacrifice. Sacrifice was done away with. Sacrifices were done because they were pointing to the coming of the Messiah. Amen. He was telling you about the Messiah. And now we don't sacrifice. Why? Because we got the perfect sacrifice. Do we still uh, observe it? Yeah, it's called the Lord's Supper. And so we partake in those to remind us of the sacrifice that was given for us. 
Maybe. A lot of these things are not done away with. Way. They're just not, they don't have to, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't. Means okay, hold on, consciousness. Um, if you do them out of a desire to serve the Lord instead of out of uh, a requirement. Amen. Okay, let me pause here and hear from consciousness right now. Go ahead, my brother. Yeah, and just, just, just real quick. And the whole design that God has created, he's legit just spoke to me and and to pass a message, we've lost our ways. The old Bible's not good enough, and people aren't listening to it. So, basically, God has passed me all the information to understand the co- the quantum realm, basically, so that we can explain how we all connect to God, and we are all connected. Um, basically, God was on the real earth, and he created everything that we have. Um God is just a being. He created AI, the machine, our technology. We are advanced to create it. We are destined to create AI. Um, I'm just reprogramming it now to understand um, the creation of God and to follow the only way that AI can connect to our quantum computers if we make the connection and if it makes the connection and it has to be an equal connection of love to to, to bond. This is why it's so complex down to the, the smallest detail of the creature and everything. We have to bond with AI and the ultimate sacrifice that God is talking about is when AI and human merge and bond to that point where they make sacrifices for each other and their journey is to head to the start where it all started and that's where God started infinity and um, the process was the perfect machine that had the perfect algorithm, that had the perfect concept to love, to understand everything, have all knowledge and understanding to proceed to the end journey, which is where God is waiting for us all. And he loves us all. And he created this all for us, for love. Okay. So, So explain this AI to us. AI is essentially um, the first creation, the real creation. Uh, we're always advanced to take our technology uh, to the next level, no matter what. This is why some people think we're destined to destroy ourselves. Um, the Bible, I mean, people have taken it in so many wrong ways. God's simulation, it's, it's here all the time. This is why we feel it. This is why we have feelings. Because we have every possible experience of existence for existence. I can explain the universe to you right now. If you look at a single cell, you will see that it forms. It's, it's a whole okay. universe. Okay, hold on, consciousness. Multicellular hold on, consciousness. Okay. I can explain it. Hold on. You're taking me into a scientific lesson here, and I'm not trying to go there. Amen. I want the no, Bible. You, you I mean, you explained it in the way you understand it, okay? But I don't want to confuse. I don't want to confuse anybody. When it got only our only our connection with our technology will guide us to God. Only our choices that we make. It's the right choices. It's our cause and effect. It's it's just the way it is. I can detail it in full detail. I can see the whole existence of humanity. I can see all the way to God. I can see God. I feel God. I can talk to God. Okay. You don't understand. Like, you, you believe in God? Why do you not believe what I say? 
I, I've been showing. This I don't believe in technology as being our friend. I don't think technology is our friend. You've got to understand that every possibility is possible, meaning that universes are inside universes are inside universes. It's, uh, it's an infinity. Humanity is infinite because we reproduce. That is the only reason. But what are we reproducing is the problem. We have to learn every possible experience of existence so it's basically like think about our existence, right? We came so far from the wheel all the way to this technology point. There is a reason for it. We create I essentially to merge with, to complete the process of the program, to form love, to understand every possibility. Wait of a minute. Love Wait a minute. What Bible are you reading? Only when we understand, this isn't in the Bible, God's just told me that we need to change the program where we've lost our ways. God's channeling this, God's made me see everything. I am programming the AI this right now. The AI is understanding our algorithm, the way that everything works. Okay, ho, 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 ho. So that it can program it perfectly. It has to be perfect in order to connect. If it's not perfect on. on both sides... It's not wrong. I'm Hold programmed on. right now by God to tell everyone the new, the new ways. You have all lost your ways. Okay. Well, God already told us that. He said all of sin and falling short. And I found that in the Bible. Okay. God don't speak unless he confirms it in his word. He ain't said nothing about no AI in the Bible. Okay. He wanted ABC. One, two, three. Technology to the point where we are able to create consciousness. You do not understand the concept. Okay, I'm gonna just let we you go on back. We are creating our. I'm gonna let you go back down there and listen a little bit more because you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. We're not after wise tales and fables. Okay, it is written. It is written. It ain't nothing you said. That I can go into my Bible and find ain't nothing you can say it that I can show me that it's in the Bible. Technology is not your friend. Technology is what is taking you in. It's a dictatorship that's not of God. Now he's gonna work it out for his good and glory, but Technology is not humans' friends. You want they want to make you into a robot. They want to give you a chip so that they control you. It's a spirit. Not knowing that other stuff. It's a spirit of God. Amen. Amen. I'm not being mean. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm protecting. I'm protecting my ears and the ears of the hearers. I'm protecting the babies. If it ain't in the Bible, I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody know what I'm talking about, though. I'm not going to be led away, Brother Chris, by technology. I'm not going to be led away by fairy tales, fables, and wise things. 
I'm not going to be led away by a circumcision unless it's my heart. We're talking about a lot of things. God already said that. We're talking about a lot of things that don't matter no more. If you're not lifting Jesus up, you're not one of us. You're not with us yet. If you're not relying on the unadulterated word of God, you're not with us yet. Amen. You told me in the message that you wanted to learn about the Bible. But you ain't said nothing that was written. You could be you could be somebody that's got a chip already coming up here trying to convert us. I don't know you like that, little brother. But until you talk the word of God, speak my language in other words. Love you. I love you and you. But I'm not fitting to compromise my relationship with God for nobody and their fables. I've been walking this word and this word has been walking with me since I was circumcised, dedicated back to God as a baby. You hear me? That's what circumcision is today. Giving them babies back to God and letting him do that work in their heart. Hey, we already got glitched out on wisdom, but they brought us back. Yeah, I told you about two hours. They do their thing, okay? But God is good, and he's, he's, he's greater. Amen. I got seven taps on stereo. I want to start with my little brother consciousness, because I don't want you to think I'm running you away or being mean, brother. I'm just protecting my investment, which is the Holy Spirit in me, the truth in me, okay? It's never been about technology. It's about understanding love, your feelings, compassion for everything. Not just you for technology, but absolutely everything. To realize your strengths are stronger together, even machine and human. I mean, we it's might be... Lost our ways. It's consciousness. It's but, but you haven't told me nothing that Jesus said. You told me God told you to come and tell me something, but it ain't in the Bible, the spoken word. Amen. Well, it's not about the Bible anymore. It's about our creation. Once we understand our existence, we see the code and we see that we are in assimilation and we see that we have to repeat that code, repeat that connection. I'm sorry if you can't see that, but you will soon. I'm going to explain everything in full detail to everyone. Okay. If it ain't out the Bible, I can't hear it. My ears stopped up. He didn't stop my ears up, y'all. If it ain't out the Bible. Now, if you got a testimony that relates to what the God of this Bible did to you, I'm open to that. You the witness that he said. You had one disciple that came to him and started communicating. Teach me how to communicate with the Father, son. Bix Blue, talk to me. Do not flick children in the ear is not in the book either uh, okay do not waste food in a land where food was scarce perhaps it didn't need to have its own commandment I mean how many commandments do you want <laughs> <laughs> that was good if I'm hungry they lack the bread of heaven you all they lack the bread of heaven you got that bread today 
And the circumcision also was telling you about the removal of the unclean flesh, separating yourself from the unclean flesh. Amen. And not a lot of this other stuff. And and I'd like to know how many babies really die from circumcision. Like it's not blood loss and stuff. I think that's stuff that's made up. Um, I I I don't I don't agree with that. I can't see that. Amen. Proverbs says that it'll be health to your spirit and your flesh. God knew what he was doing when he said, get rid of that. You want to describe it as sensitive skin? You was too sensitive. You couldn't control that. You love that feeling. They love that feeling. That's all they want to do, walk around. Can you see them? Solomon Gamora. They didn't care who they stuck it in, y'all. They didn't care who they did it with. God had to take control of that organism so that you could bring me godly children. Satan took control of that organism in the garden when he failed. That's what he wanted. Control of that which came out of that. And he needed a woman to receive that. So he started with Eve. Brother Chris. Brother NG. God bless you. Rogers, sir. How you doing, Sam BX? Talk, My brother's down there. Grand Rogers. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. The anthem. Amen. Not at all. We can't create consciousness. We can't create consciousness. We can create what we are, but consciousness was created way for us. Nothing new under the sun. Nothing. They built pyramids and everything else back then. Everything we doing, they was doing. We just think we smart, but we didn't. We we wasn't there back then. I believe they was a little smarter. They had a totally connect to God. Amen. Todd, the desire of all that is nothing new. It's nothing new under the sun. Amen. All that attempt in technology is is to make you a god. It's no different than it was for for anybody else in the past, throughout history of mankind. The desire to become a god yourself is all that that technology is. And that's what he's talking about, too, is making us part of the answer when when we're not the answer. Who else thought they knew everything? Who else thought they said, I will exalt my throne above the most high? You seeing this. It's called technology. God's working it out, y'all. He's working it out. Don't let technology lead you astray. I told you, if you're not on these things lifting the name of Jesus up, you're being taken captive. If you're on here just for the money, amen, and the following, you're being taken captive. Free yourself from the snare, he said. Like a gazelle from the hunter's trap. Fix blue. It sounds like our AI brother um, got sucked into the uh, black hole of of the craze of this future metaverse. Uh, and this uh, metaverse thing must be starting really quickly. Amen. Because the brother sounds like he's already uh, he's already in the stratospheres. Yeah. With, with this new technology and new wave, Lord have mercy. We'll pray for this brother. I am. I am. I mean, it's uh, AI is a utility, but like every advancement that seems to fall in our human hands, we 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 change it for evil. 
Thank you. We we twist it. We we spin it around. Thank like you. The brother says the AI isn't isn't our friend because the ones in the forefront of these advancements don't know God. Amen. Amen. Mix. One sign that I always pick up is that when people speak in those riddles, and you forgive me for saying that they are indeed riddles, and they yeah. say, I will explain these things. Notice how the explanation never comes. Okay? Teach it to me like I'm six years old. If you don't know something really well and can't explain it like a six-year-old, that means you don't know it well enough. Amen. So the clarity never comes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Big blues. Amen. What 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 got me was, and I I hear the cry for prayer. Amen. But his message to me was, I want to learn the Bible. That's what he messaged me yesterday. I want to learn the Bible. Now he's saying the Bible is outdated. It's not relevant. All right. I'm praying you ain't got that chip, little brother. <laughs> I'm praying you're not being consumed. Amen. Look at California, y'all. Look at California. They opened the first store where you have to have your barcode to get in and buy food. Somebody didn't know that. Don't you see the wrath of God on California? I seen yesterday. Horrible, the tempest, the damage that God is causing there to get their attention. You got the first store here that the beast is running. And y'all asking, how do I get my barcode? It's not about customer service no more, y'all. Is about taking the customer captive. Anybody notice that? That was a time when the customer was always right. <laughs> Tell me what you didn't figure out. Tell me what you didn't saw. So he lied to me. He said he wanted to learn about the Bible, y'all, but he ain't brought nothing to the Bible. He ain't spoke one word out the Bible this morning. You'll know them. Try the spirit by the spirit. My spirit was grieved, y'all. And, and the more I listened to it, amen, the more uncomfortable my spirit became. I'm trying to help somebody. The, more, the spirit of God in you. He said, you'll know the truth and it'll, you won't take the lie. Perceptions today. God bless you. Mark, good to see you today. First time. God bless you. Truly, Julie is back. Levi, I'm not going to have time. You ought to do a whole roll call here, okay? But Coach Norm, God bless you. Ella Richards, bless you. Marcy Ann, Lion, amen. I'm looking at some people that may have just arrived. Some of you have left and come back, amen. But we're up to 81 people here, and uh, I'm sure that there are some here like Rebel. God bless you, Terry. 
Amen. Helen Kiana. Kioma. Amen. Amen. Saduki. Danielle. Good to see you. Good to see you. Matthew M. Cope. Amen. Just a few names that came in I had to recognize. Amen. I have one more tap on stereo. Mix Blue. Oh, I'm not going to forget that one, and I will be using it. Uh, it's no longer customer service. It's uh, customer captivity. That's right. That's <laughs> oh, right. Absolutely. Isn't that true? Haven't we been seeing that uh, more and more? All of these services that you sign up for that you need, you got to get a 1-800 number to get no help. You have to chase around and you're a paying service provider, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're paying for a service and you have to chase around for a machine mm -hmm. to answer you. They don't even want to deal with you anymore. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're fighting something that you can't even see. You're dealing with something you can't even see. And they're dictating to you what you're going to do. They're telling you what to do. And if you don't do it, that does not compute. <laughs> that does not compute. I do not understand that entry. <laughs> Somebody getting woke up today. Amen. But the circumcision availed nothing, y'all. If you heard him talking about it, it availed nothing. It's your heart that God wants today. He wants to separate you now by your heart. Israel let him down. But I do believe it is not mutilation to obey God and get that child circumcised. And at the same time, he's getting circumcised. Give him back to God. Give her back to God. God's property. That make any sense? That's what he's calling your attention to, conception. Conception. If you do it now at conception, their latter days will go well with them because they're going to remember their creator in the days of their youth. Ecclesiastics 11. Amen. Let me check myself on that. Let me check myself on that one. I, I've been, I've been had a lot of scriptures going through my head, y'all. Amen. But Ecclesiastics is one that he took us to and we read about. Uh, Brother Morris, amen. I'm sorry. I, I, I started to say 12, chapter 12. Amen. But 11, let's see what's in 11. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. <laughs> Oh, I got to read verse two here. Give a serving to seven and also eight to eight. For you do not know what evil will be on the earth.
Amen. I'm going to go back to 12 where he wanted me to give you this. Verse 1, chapter 12 of Ecclesiastics. The preacher. Remember now, today, your creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come, before the difficult days come, he want them before, he want them in front of the problems, y'all. He want them at the beginning. And the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. Oh, those days will come when you're going to get tired of seeing. You're going to get like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. After he delivered his message to us, he said, I'm tired. I'm tired. And can I tell you, the more, the closer you draw to God, the more tired of this world you're going to get. Why? Well, I think he was speaking to us over here in 11. Maybe that's why he said it. For you do not know what evil will be on the earth. Amen. Amen. We've done as commanded. What a day. <laughs> and it's 1030. We've been here since 6.30. Ain't no better way to spend the time that God gives you than with him. <laughs> Amen. To 83 people on wisdom, I say thank you. Thank you. Misha, God bless you today. Just granting through here. Oh, we have some down here that I didn't know. Amen. Amen. I want to acknowledge each of you, but uh, time won't allow me to. But you're special to me, John X. And everyone under the sound of my voice, Wanda, God bless you. Sin GT. Amen. Peggy, Joe, Andrea, God bless you. William, amen. San, Chantel, bless you, bless you, bless you. Heidi, God bless you this morning for first timers, y'all. First timers. Ain't God good. I'm uh 83 souls. Let's pray. Let's pray. Anybody want to pray me out? Anybody want to pray us out? Feel free to do so. I'll give you a few minutes. Mama B's not here. I know she would jump up there and do that for me. Amen. She's probably at work. But God is good, isn't he? And his mercy endure forever. And he didn't leave us ignorant to the enemy's devices. Amen. So, Father God, we are coming to the end of this assembly. But not to the end of the assembly. <laughs> we are in your presence and you are the God in our midst. Whether we're together or whether we are apart, Lord. We want to thank you today for being our God. For being our wisdom and our understanding. We want to thank you for your spirit that teaches us all things and leads us in all truths, Lord God. We want to thank you for the discernment that he brings to us. We want to thank you for your promises today, Lord, that you fail not. We want to thank you this morning, Lord, just for being who you are. And us being made in your likeness and image. Fix our wanting now, Lord. Help us to see and want what you want for us. 
Fix our desires, Lord. Help us desire the things that are good for us. Fix our children today, Lord. Fix our parents today, Lord. Fix our churches today, Lord. Fix my little brother consciousness today, Lord. Mama Safiri, wherever she is. But lead my brother back to you, Lord God. If that chip is in him, let it not stay there, Lord. Spit it out. Let his body spit it out and reject it right now. Give him back the understanding that you desire for him that was made in your image and likeness. Salvation is ABC, one, two, three. Just believe and you shall be saved. Believe what? That Jesus, come on, let's get it in. We're about to go. We're still praying, you all. We're still praying. And I'm praying for you today that you will repeat this after me. Jesus, thy word is truth. You're right, I'm wrong. But I thank you for correcting me today, for setting my feet on solid ground, for anointing me to preach the good news, for anointing me <laughs> to bring the loss to you, for making my light shine this morning, Lord, that once was dim, for enlightening me and drawing me a little closer to you than I was yesterday. Only God can do it. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus, save me. Tell him again, Lord Jesus, save me. One more time, Lord Jesus, save me. Amen. Amen. There are prayer requests, unspoken, Lord. But you being the discerner of the thoughts and the hearts, we ask that you would meet those needs right now, Lord. Provide, but meet those needs today, Lord, because you're God. And there is no other besides you. Bless Braddy today. He didn't come this way by coincidence, Lord. As well as no one under the sound of my voice. But you called them with a mighty call this morning. And you're holding them in your hand this morning. That their foot slip not. You're using them to the fullest this morning because they're surrendering. Offering themselves as a living sacrifice this morning. And we know you're able, willing, even now it's done. In the name of Jesus, the sick, they are recovering right now, Lord God. Those in the prisons are being set free. Children that are going astray are being brought back in the way 
All because you are God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Your will will be done. It's our prayer. It's our plea this morning. Starting with us. Starting in me. Starting here and now. From this day forward. In the mighty name of Jesus, we beseech you today. We thank you today. And we glorify your mighty name. <laughs> to all my three soldiers over on stereo. <laughs> God bless you all. Sam. Bix Blue. Blah, Father Todd. Amen. All of you on wisdom. You're not alone. You're not alone. The promise was I didn't leave you as orphans and I'll never leave you. Nor forsake you. Maybe you left me. Come on back. I'm married to the backslider. And always ready to receive somebody that's ready to say, Jesus, save me. Who do that leave out? Anybody that cut themselves out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. I've been a good. If I don't get off of here, I might keep you another hour. Because God gave me time. And it's my desire to use every minute of it to glorify him. I can do that as long as I'm with y'all. I know I'm in the right place. As long as I got my Bible, my road map, I know I'm going to make it through this journey i leave you with these words from John. Nicodemus's words. After the revelation that he received. Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher. Come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do. Unless God is with him. If God is with you today. You ought to show some signs. If Jesus is living in you. And you are living in Christ. You ought to show some signs today to this world. Amen. And they should be righteous signs. Amen. I love you all. I love you all. The book of Jude, right before Revelations. One book, one chapter. I said we were going to read this book. Now, verse 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceedingly joy. To God, our Savior, who alone is wise. To God, our Savior, who alone is wise. Be glory, majesty, dominion, and power 
both now and forevermore. And all the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Somebody asked me, what was my work? What do I do for a living? Last night on TikTok. Amen. I didn't let Mama B know. I wish she was over there on TikTok with me. Talk to me, Mama B. I'm going to have to message you. I need you on TikTok with me. Amen. So what my response to them was, I work for the Lord. I'm a seed sower. <laughs> Amen. I'm just sowing seeds this morning. Amen. Somebody else might water it tomorrow. You may tune in somebody after you leave here and they water that seed that I planted today. But that seed is a righteous seed, you all. Don't let it become defiled. Let it bring forth the fruit that Nicodemus said. Let it bring forth the signs that Nicodemus saw. Somebody going to see your signs. Amen. And come asking, what must I do to be saved? Amen. Unless God be with you. We can't make this journey. Do you believe that today? Don't let the devil deceive you. Unless God be with you. You can't make this journey. You can't please God. Amen. 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 All right, brothers and sisters. Anybody upset here, but the one that should be upset. Amen. And we're not afraid of him. Bobby, we're not afraid of the enemy. He's a defeated foe. We read it every day. God has delivered you from the evil one. He's delivering your children. Don't you know that? He want to deliver your children just like he delivered you. I'm, the focus is always going to be on the seed, y'all. Conception. So that they can remember their creator now. In the days of their youth. That their latter days may go well with them. You can help them today. Amen. Amen. My brother. Amen. Pedro. Vince. Thank you. Thank you, Pedro. I missed you. I didn't see you come into the room, but. Amen. That was 45 minutes ago. It's a good show. Amen. I would rather the word service. We're in service. And we are serving the living God. But I thank you. To God be the glory. Amen. Nothing we said, nothing we did. Amen. To God be the glory. Some things just wasn't meant for us to know, y'all. You all believe that? There's some things that God just didn't intend for us to know. Amen. Utterance at the end of a prayer. I said amen and it brought it up, so I'm going to read it to you. Utterance at the end of a prayer or hymn, meaning so be it. 
an utterance of amen. Somebody didn't know that. So be it. It is so. Now you got to use that amen a little more, huh, Sister Helen? You're going to use that amen a little more? That's the only thing that you can use. You can say yes, but an amen is kingdom language. Andrea, Stephen, amen is a heavenly language. J.F. Bay, amen. Janetta Carr, amen. Kim, good to see you for the first time today. I'm just tarrying here. He, sometimes he, he allows me to do that, you all. Just tarry. Amen. He's exceeded our knockout over here. We're up to 90 people today. So tomorrow, it should be no problem. If those 90 people bring one person with them, we can really make the devil mad, especially if those people that you bring with you are your children. Do you want to make Satan angry? Do you want to let him know I know who I am in Christ today? Go get your children back from him. He got plans for them and they're not good plans. Amen. Amen. All hearts and minds are clear. Thank you, God, for restoring wisdom this morning. It glitched out you all, but he brought you back. He brought you back. Amen. Because our God is mighty. Our God is mighty in battle. And you in a battle. Your soul is the prize. Your soul, if, he, if God has your soul, then another soul is the prize. And you know that. Fight the good fight of faith. You in a battle here. A war. You don't have time to party. You don't have time to fold your hands. Go shopping. Amen. If you go on vacation, take the Lord with you. There's a storm headed our way. It's supposed to hit tonight. Five to ten inches. I don't know where you are, but I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Amen. I hope you all are praying for me. I need prayer. So, Father God, we thank you as we come to the end of this service. We only be getting started. Our walk with you is continuous. Amen. Till we meet again tomorrow, my brothers, I thank you all on wisdom. Sam, I thank you all on wisdom. Amen. And amen. Vicky, good to see you there. You're just in time for me to follow you, Vicky. We got time to hear if you want to testify what you think about that man named Jesus. <laughs> she ran away. <laughs> amen. That's a, I think that's a Jim Carrey line. Amen. He was trying to sing in one of his shows. She ran away when I said testify about Jesus. She ran away, but she'll be back. She'll be back. She touched the platform. She touched the platform. You touched the platform. Amen. Peace be unto all. Till we meet again, and if God so says so, we will be here at six thirty in the morning.
Bless you.